Thank you for tuning in to our Love and Marriage podcast, hosted by Pastor Dominic and Lady Leslie Ose. Join us as we unfold the mysteries behind godly relationships and marriages. Sit back, relax, and be transformed by the teaching of God's Word. And now, Pastor Dominic and Lady Leslie. Hello there, party people. How are you all doing? Day two, Day Love and Marriage. Two. How's everything going? Today's day two, and we're going to get into it, Pastor. Would oh, you yes. like to lead us in a um, time of prayer? Day two is a good day. Amen. Um, we thank God for another day Amen. to be able to talk about marriage. Uh, I think one of the most important things for man or woman is marriage. It's very important because kids, children come in and they flow down to the community and to the nation. So mm-hmm. it's good that the Lord has given us this privilege to be able mm-hmm. to talk about marriage. And so welcome again, everybody. God bless you for joining us. Uh, before we pray, make sure you are sharing yes. uh, on your page. Make sure that you're inviting people to be part of this program. Yes. I believe it will be a blessing to them yes. in Jesus' name. So let us pray. pray. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We bless you for yes, such an opportunity. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for everyone that is here today to listen to your word. We ask the Holy Spirit, you will have your way in our midst. Lord, have your way on this airwaves. We come against every distraction of the enemy. Anything that the enemy is planning to do today, we stop it in the name of Jesus. Jesus. And Lord, we ask that your kingdom will come. Your will will be done here on earth here. Today, speak to us concerning marriage. Speak to us. Give us directions. Mm. Show us what we should know when it comes to marriage. Mm. Because you are the one that ordained it. And therefore, we thank you for your presence that is here in Jesus' name. Lord, we cover everyone, every instrument, everything that we are using for this broadcast in the blood of Jesus. Uh, We cover our marriage. We cover our children with the blood. Even as we are standing to do your work, protect and cover us all. In Jesus' precious name, we are praying. Amen. 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 Well, well, we thank God that you are joining in. Um, Today is day two, like we said. Uh, And God wants to speak today to the men. And so today we're going to focus on a lot of the men things that we, you know, we as men need to know Mm -hmm. in order for us to be prepared for marriage. Mm -hmm. And also if you're already married, Marriage, you need those things. I think those keys will help you to even enhance your own marriage. So mm-hmm. uh, today is Leviticus. That's the name we came up with. Yes. Talk about Leviticus a little bit. Well, Leviticus is when they got the Levites got the ceremonial laws. Mm. And so when we were thinking about um, exactly what to name this uh, day, the Holy Spirit dropped Leviticus in there because we are trying to keep it consistent with the names in the Bible. Mm. And the ceremonial laws were given to them. And today's topic is the male bravado, a.k.a. the male swag, a.k.a. the male inner identity, Mm. you know, all that good stuff. And I think it's very important for us to touch on this because, you know, normal marriage series, um, it's good to go on the surface things and give you the practical and tactical things. Mm -hmm. But what we're finding in our counseling sessions and stories that we're hearing in past histories and all that, what we're finding is that if we get to the root of a lot of the issues, then we won't have a lot of the questions we're having. For example... If you have a question about, you know, um, you know, I have a man 
who doesn't really understand spiritual things, mm. right? Yeah. And you're asking for advice. Mm-hmm. What you're really doing is you are seeking validation through someone else. Yeah. Because the reality of it is you should be able to use just what we talked about yesterday to identify, can I handle this or can I not handle mm. this? Based on the way I grew up, based on the way this person grew up, are we compatible? Mm. And if you can you know, figure it out, then you'll know that, yes, I can deal with this person. No, I can't deal with this person. Yeah. I think if you think about marriage as simple as that, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be so complicated. Yeah. I knew that I needed a man who knew more of the word than I did. Mm. Because I was very deeply rooted in the word. And so I knew I needed someone who did more than me. I didn't need someone necessarily with money, which of course everyone needs money. Um, But mine was, I knew I needed the word of God. And so Mm. anyone who came my way, the non-negotiable was, you didn't know the word more than I did. Was that a far-fetched request? For some, it might be because if you don't know the word at all, don't look for somebody who is like up there in the spirit. Mm. But the thing is, I knew the word. And so I knew I needed someone who knew the word better than me, no matter what they did. And I knew I needed somebody very tall and handsome too. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Well, that's a great point. Um, I think today somebody's asked me, oh, Pastor, what kind of scriptures can you read to prepare for marriage? I was like, everybody, every word in the Bible is needed. Is needed for preparation. Mm-hmm. There's no specific uh, thing that you need to look at because mm-hmm. uh, marriage is a life. Is life. It's, it's, it's destiny. Mm-hmm. It's, it's life. Children coming out of it. Mm-hmm. And so, if you are able to change by the word, mm-hmm. you'll be a better husband or a better wife. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, uh, it's not being a good Christian should be able to help you to be a good husband or a good wife. Mm-hmm. Being, thank you to everyone who's saying I look cute, by the way. Thank oh, yes. Yeah, so you look amazing again. Yeah, thank you. I don't know what's going on, but my wife keeps <laughs> looking better every every day. Amen. Amen. She keeps looking amazing every single day. Sorry to cut you All off. right. She cut me off, but it looks... Amen. <laughs> All right. So um, everything, like if you're a good, a good man, a good Christian... You should be a good husband mm-hmm. and a good wife. Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be like, oh, you're a good man, mm-hmm. uh, but you're a bad father. Mm-hmm. No, that should not be. Mm-hmm. So that is why everything in the scriptures, because the Bible becomes the manual that we should use mm-hmm. to have li- to live life. Mm-hmm. And so marriage is in there, finances, raising children, everything about the Bible mm-hmm. is to help you to become a better you. Mm-hmm. And so if you, if, if, if you take one book and say, that, oh, it's just, it's just going to be one book, you'll miss a lot. So make sure that you are becoming the better you by reading the word mm-hmm. and by understanding the word of God. Mm-hmm. That will help you out and it will take you far in, in life. Amen. Amen. And so uh, today we want to talk about men. Yes. And the first thing we want to deal with, just to know, I think that will help women to understand men a little bit. Yes. I think because sometimes we are two different species, species in a yes. sense. Mm-hmm. The same spirit but different nature mm-hmm. in a sense. The way women are... Are pro- wired are different from the way, way men are wired, mm-hmm. and even the society, the, the way we were brought up, are most of the time different mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. And so it's good to understand the nature of men. Mm-hmm. And this one, most people can really attest to this. We want to talk about uh, what men need in life, mm-hmm. um, in, especially in the, in the marriage relationship. And this is something that, as a woman, you need to understand that man needs admiration and respect. Mm-hmm. That is number one. All right, and so you want to deal with that. 
why does man need admiration and respect? It's very, very important that uh, women understand this in their marriages and also even how to deal with your own siblings who are boys and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it helps you mm-hmm. to know, to deal with that sex better. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, then you will abuse the thing. So, mm-hmm. the, for, so I would say for lack of knowledge, my people perish. So we want to talk about respect today. Mm-hmm. And so do you have anything to talk about uh, when it comes to respect? Yes. So the truth about respect is if you memorize a man's love language, mm. but you don't respect him, it, it cancels out everything mm, mm, because respect mm. is so important for a man. Now, before you even jump there, why don't uh, you talk about love language a little bit so that people okay. can understand what exactly love language is. Okay, so there's various forms of love, love language. There was one author, he's a Christian author, mm-hmm. and he came up with a few, based on research, a few different things that people are all, you know, categorized as in terms of the way they receive love. Yeah. There's some people who receive love as gifts. Mm-hmm. If you buy them gifts, that means it loves them. Mm-hmm. Some people's love language might be quality time. Yeah. Some people's love language might be service. Mm-hmm. Some people's love language might be touching. Mm. Some people's love language might be intensive hearing. Mm. And so there's a few different love languages. And usually you find that out through experience. Experience. Yes. Pastor knows mine's is quality time. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So I always want to be around him. Yeah. And also <laughs> words of affirmation. Yeah. In the because you like to hear sweet things. She likes sweet <laughs> things, guys. <laughs> and Pastor is acts of service. Yeah, me acts of service. And, I think, and and quality time. And quality time too. Yeah. I think it works. It works very well. So knowing this these things and not being able to do it with respect will yes. negate it. Will negate it. And yeah. the, the man will never see as yes. as as you trying to love me. So what shows that a man loves uh, what shows that a woman respects the man is uh, what shows the respect is you if, although you are doing things that he loves, mm-hmm. you must add respect to it. Add respect to it. Because what happens is if you don't respect your man's definition of respect remember each man has Mm. their own specific definition Definition. of respect and so if you don't understand your man's definition of respect you're destined to disrespect him him. and then this causes a a cycle of Mm. unlove Mm. and then the more he unloves you that's the Mm. more you disrespect Mm. him and the Mm. more you disrespect Mm. him that's the more he unloves you Mm. as Mm. a result in your relationship and in your marriage you realize there's a cycle that's going on that will eventually break your relationship and or marriage. Yeah, yeah. Because men does not interpret love as the way you, by you saying it. When you say I love you, it doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. to men. Mm-hmm. Okay, so men understand, women understand. It's, when you love a man and you just say, oh baby, you know I love you, mm-hmm. that does not mean anything to him. Mm-hmm. What shows that you love him is the respect, respect. you give him. Mm-hmm. So men interpret respect mm-hmm. as love. Mm-hmm. All right, so that is that is very that is very important. But woman takes a love to be love, but man takes respect as love because there's no way in the Bible that the Lord said we should respect, uh, we should love men. Mm-hmm. Bible, God never commanded anybody to love men. He said mm-hmm. respect. He said wives respect your husband. It was actually a command. A command. He commanded you guys to love us yeah. because it's hard for you guys to love. Mm-hmm. And he commanded us to respect because we're disrespectful. Yeah. And so, you see, the command was women, females to, to, to respect and honor the husband. And so men take respect and honor mm-hmm. as love. 
That is a, that is a communication that happens. So when a man see a woman who respects him, mm-hmm. when a man see a woman who honors mm-hmm. him, admire him, mm-hmm. he takes that woman as a woman that loves him, mm-hmm. and it makes him love that woman more. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so we need to understand because Ephesians chapter two, verse twenty-one. Ephesians chapter five, verse twenty-one. Mm-hmm. To 26, the Bible says, uh, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. He said, wives, submit you, yourself unto you what? Unto your husband, mm-hmm. unto your own husband, as you do to the Lord. Mm-hmm. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, mm-hmm. his body of which he is the Savior. Mm-hmm. All right? And then he jumps to say, now as, as, the, as the church submit to Christ, so wives should also submit to their husband in everything. Mm-hmm. And so talking about two different things here, which the Lord said that men should be respected and women should be loved. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that men need in, in relationship mm-hmm. is for you to respect them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right? It's not the other way around. The respect, he takes it as love, like I said. Amen. And so it is very, very important. Now, what is the definition of respect? When we talk about respect, what does it mean? Mm-hmm. All right? Um, respect simply means somebody that you esteem highly. Mm-hmm. You know, so you need, as a wife, you need to esteem your husband very highly. highly. Yep. He should be number one on your list. He should be, you should be number one fan for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he needs that. Even You should esteem your husband high, higher than even your own pastor, in mm-hmm. a sense, because the, 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 you need to honor the man. Mm-hmm. And when a husband sees a wife who honors him, it opens him up to be able to do everything and love that woman the way he should be able to mm-hmm. love that woman. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, also, to, to hold somebody in high regard. All right? So, we have a responsibility as women to, to be able to hold our husbands in high regard mm-hmm. and also to praise um, to praise the person. Like yesterday, we talked about praise mm-hmm. and how I, we were saying that our relationship with God mm-hmm should be the same way we, we have our, our relationship with our spouse. Mm-hmm. And so as a wife, the way you, as a woman, the way you are related to God should be the same way you relate to, to your husband. Mm-hmm. And so you, you praise God, so you should be able to praise, praise your husband. Your husband. Yeah, All true. right? Uh, you esteem God highly, so you should be able to esteem your husband highly. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that is what, in our generation, I think most marriages are lacking, mm-hmm. the respect and the honor mm-hmm. part. And I pray that with this kind of teachings, it will help us mm-hmm. to, to learn these things about men mm-hmm. to be able, so that we can do it to have successful marriages. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And um, yeah, you have anything to say? Go ahead. Well, like I was saying, um, if you don't understand how to respect your man, right? Mm-hmm. What will happen is if a man disrespects you as the female, what often happens is you want to have a conversation with the man mm. because that's the way we are. We're very communicative, mm-hmm. communicative mm-hmm. women, mm-hmm. species. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're very, we like to communicate. Yes. Even the person who doesn't know how to communicate, females would tend to want to communicate. communicate. Yeah. And so if you disrespect us, ours would be, you know, um, let's have a conversation mm-hmm. and then an apology. apology. But disrespecting a man will most likely automatically cause him to leave. Mm. And so in terms of marriage, you'll realize that many people that are entering into divorces have been divorced or have very, very shaky marriages. It's as a result of the man mm. feeling disrespected. Mm. Mm. And so that's why it's very important to understand one the the general umbrella of respect mm. for a man mm. and then two it's very important for you to find out what your man's version of respect, respect is yes okay 
Yeah. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. That's good. Uh, because you know, men men are different natures. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, a man will never tell you what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, what he's feeling, but he always tell you what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So men will always tell you what they are thinking, mm-hmm. not what they are feeling. So you never, sometimes you never get a man to tell you how he feels. No, he tells you exactly what he in tells his you what's exactly what's in his mind. Yeah. And you have women. Women will tell you. A woman will tell you how she feels. Mm-hmm. She will never tell you what she's thinking. Mm-hmm. Two different things. So mm-hmm. usually, you know, sometimes that's why us men we don't understand the woman mm-hmm. because your 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 wife is or your your spouse, your wife is having a bad day. Mm-hmm. You get there, she like she don't want to talk to you, mm-hmm. uh, but <laughs> but at the same time she don't want you to leave. Mm-hmm. But then she's communicating. It feel like okay, do you want me around or you don't want me around? So she's communicating how she feel, but she's not telling you what she think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes she's gonna like, leave you alone. Don't touch me. Mm-hmm. In her mind, she wants you to touch her, mm-hmm. but she's communicating how she's feeling at that moment. Mm-hmm. And so you are having to, <laughs> that's why we need to understand each other. Yes. <laughs> and so when a woman says, get out of my house, literally, mm-hmm. she's not, that's not what she's thinking. Mm-hmm. That's how she felt right mm-hmm. at that day. But when a man tells you get out of the house, that means he has already process- <laughs> processed that thing in his mind. Yep. I've concluded it. And that's exactly what he means. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, we need to uh, know the difference between these two sexes. Mm-hmm. Um, that will help us. Um, yeah, and the thing ahead. is, respect is that important. Like, it's a need, not mm. a want for a man. Mm. It's something that they actually need. You know, as as his woman, you are the place where he goes to to receive respect. Mm. Because mm. maybe mm. he might be doing an odd job outside and at work... There is no gender. There's no it's gender. boss and, and, mm-hmm. and worker. Mm-hmm. And so at work, he might be, you know, talked about, talked down to. So when he comes home, when he's in his safe zone mm-hmm. and you are the person he's courting, his fiance, you are the wife, it is expected that you are the one who has to give them his respect. respect. And it's needed, guys. It's needed. You, you, she, yeah. He needs it. Mm-hmm. He needs it to function. And so if he comes and he doesn't get it, something bad will happen after. Yeah, if you deny him his need, then he has to cross a boundary to get it. To get it. And that's where hitting comes in, spitting comes in, Mm. um, abuse comes in. Cheating. That's where cheating comes in. Because you've made him cross a boundary mm-hmm. that he didn't probably want to cross. Because you, you know, there's bad guys out there, but there's some good men out there yeah. who will tolerate, 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 mm. and then you push them to the secretary. Yeah. You push them mm. to 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 doing something that mm. they probably didn't want to do. Wow. And so there has to be onus on both sides where we both know, and that's why it's important. Everyone thinks that this marriage talk was going to be about you know the typical. Boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. No, but you got to learn how to understand human nature. Nature. The nature is to, so yeah. important. Mm-hmm. And knowing what, because remember, God is the one that created him. Mm-hmm. And he said that this is what will make him work. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. a car. Mm-hmm. If the car, if they say that this is, you have to put this kind of gas mm-hmm. in it. And you want to be all knowing and think that you can put mm-hmm. whatever gas in it. Mm-hmm. It will not work properly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the gas that can make a man work properly in marriage mm-hmm. is the gas of respect. respect. Mm, that is good. not not love, respect. Mm-hmm. Not love. Not you professing your love to him. Mm-hmm. That will not move him a bit. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's learn let's learn what to put into both sexes. And then we will talk about the woman, because the mm-hmm. Bible said that the woman should be loved. And tomorrow we should will. Should we talk about the woman or should we leave the feminine bravado for Think Pink? Sh- We'll talk about that tonight. Okay, all right. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> all right. And mm-hmm. so it's very important that we learn to love our 
husbands. Mm -hmm. And our, if you're a young woman, having not married yet, mm -hmm. learn how to respect the males in your family, in your life. It mm -hmm. will prepare you for um, respecting the husband that the mm -hmm. Lord will give you. Mm -hmm. All right. Remember, God wants you. Uh, and before we get into, we get into it, because the scripture said that the man is the head of the house. Mm -hmm. And that word, we want to just, mm -hmm. I want to help the men with that word today. Mm -hmm. Being the head doesn't mean that you're on top. And I, I think the image needs to change now. Mm -hmm. All right. God did not say that you are the head like you are on top of everybody. Mm -hmm. The reason why God said that you are the head, because you are the foundation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, when God made everything, Bible said that the Lord withheld the rain on earth because no man was on earth mm -hmm. to, to manage the earth. So what God did was to make man. And the first man that God made was called human. Mm -hmm. Now, the word human uh, simply means humus and man. Mm -hmm. Now, that word man is the spirit. So Genesis chapter 1, you see that Genesis chapter 126, you see God said, let's create man in our own image mm -hmm. and in our likeness. So the man as a spirit was created. Mm -hmm. And then in Genesis chapter 2, the Lord then took dirt from the ground and molded a vessel and then breathed the man into the vessel mm -hmm. and the bible said and the man became a living soul mm -hmm. and so the first vessel that was made mm -hmm. or body that was made was the male body mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that means that the male become the foundation of the family of the earth mm -hmm. so after god created adam mm -hmm. uh, after god made adam he never went back to the ground mm -hmm. to make any, any other human being mm -hmm. as much as the woman was drawn out of the man bible said and the lord took the rib of Adam and made and Eve. Eve. Mm -hmm. And so the woman was taken from the rape of the man. And so God never went back. So the, as you are man, you're, you are the foundation mm -hmm. of your family. Mm -hmm. That means that everything is built of you. Mm -hmm. Okay? Everything, whether the children who are going to be well, the wife will be happy, mm -hmm. everything is your responsibility. Mm -hmm. And so when Paul said that we should, um, we are the head of the household, mm -hmm. he meant that we are the foundation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That means we are we, we are the, like the firstborn. Mm -hmm. And most of you that are firstborn, you realize that the way your mom will train you mm -hmm. may not be the same way he trained the ones that are coming after you. Yeah. You'll be held more responsible it's even true. for them than than you think. Mm -hmm. And so you have a responsibility. So the man, mm -hmm. you are the responsible one mm -hmm. in your family. So if you are married, you as a man is the foundation. Mm -hmm. And, and when we build houses, we realize that if you have built a house before, you realize that you spend a lot of money building mm -hmm. what? The foundation. Mm -hmm. Because if the, the, um, the foundation depends how tall the building will become. Mm -hmm. And so, men, we are the foundation. And that's why Paul said that we are the head. And that is one of the reasons why we demand the respect, respect yeah, because sure. of the work, the sacrifice that comes to being a husband. Nowadays... There's no sacrificing. Everything is being split. Everything uh, men don't know their place. So that respect is hurt, is is not coming. Mm -hmm. Now I believe that if you go back to the basics and if you go back to the how God wants things to be done, mm -hmm. I think naturally women will the woman or your wife will respect you mm -hmm. as you are becoming the foundation that everything is being built of. Mm -hmm. And so you are looking out for the wife, you are looking out for mm -hmm. the children, mm -hmm. you are making sure that you have a plan for them, mm -hmm. you are making sure that you are running your family mm -hmm. as a man. Mm -hmm. And if you are doing that, you, you will the, the respect will not be hindered. Mm -hmm. I believe that the woman, 
if she's a good woman, she will definitely respect you for that. So let's take that, let, let's change that image that we always think that we are on top and we are like the ones ruling. No, we are the foundation that everything is being built off. You're in control, but you're not controlling. Yes. Yeah, there's a difference between mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, I'm very much into language. And so people have to understand, yes, the man does lead. Mm. Yes, the man is in control, but he doesn't control you. Yes. He leads because because you want him to lead. Lead. And you give him that that space to lead. Mm-hmm. So it's very important. And remember, we're talking about the godly male bravado here. Mm. We're talking about the godly male bravado because we want to make sure we align ourselves with what the Bible says a man is supposed to be and what the Bible says a woman is supposed mm. to be. And so I just want us to keep that in mind as well, too. Yeah, because when God said have dominion, it was never over people. Mm-hmm. And so there's nowhere in the Bible that the woman is supposed to be dominated by the man. And so this whole idea of you think that you are in, you are in charge of the house, mm-hmm. it is not over your, your mm-hmm. wife. Mm-hmm. It is over your, your giftings and your callings. Mm-hmm. That is what you have been called to have mm-hmm. dominion over, mm-hmm. but not over people. Mm-hmm. All right? God never created us to dominate other people. Mm-hmm. That, so that's what slavery... It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing, yeah. Because God never gave that op- mm-hmm. man that mandate. The mandate was have dominion over the fish of the sea, mm-hmm. over, the, over the birds of the air, and over the earth, mm-hmm. but not on the human being that God mm-hmm. created. So if you are married and uh, you, are, um, you are not called as a man to abuse your wife, mm-hmm. you are not called as a man to dominate your wife, mm-hmm. you are called to lead the woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and leadership comes with a lot of sacrificing. It comes, of, it comes of you showing by example. Uh, there are ways to lead. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, you, sh- you as a man, I think you should be the most serviceable person in the house. Mm-hmm. Try to make sure that you are, sh- you are leading by example. Mm-hmm. Your children should see daddy putting his hand to do some stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, your, your wife should see you at least uh, doing stuff. That should be like, wow, my husband is doing this. Let me now follow his lead. Because- and also... Yes. Because the male bravado, mm-hmm. aka the male swag, aka the in the innate being of a man, is actually to nurture, believe it or not. Yeah. Men are the real nurturers. Mm. They are remember Jesus was a man. He was a nurturer. Mm-hmm. The true nurturer is actually a man. Mm. Men have the ability to nurture. One thing I learned when I was doing my masters is that testosterone is extremely high in men when they don't have children. The minute they have children, their testosterone decreases. And anyone can Google this. It decreases. Mm. Why? Because there is an innate being to be more nurturing that Mm. pops up. Mm. Testosterone builds a lot of masculinity. Mm -hmm. And so in order for you to be a good caretaker, to be a good father for Mm. your kids, Mm. your testosterone has to decrease. Decrease. Yes. I believe Yale did the study. And over the course of the 10 years that they did the study, Mm. they found out that when men... Men woke up in the morning who didn't have children. They had higher testosterone. They were Mm. very more masculine and stuff. The minute they enter into fatherhood um, and husbandhood, it decreases. And that's why if you're not careful, your belly starts getting big. Exactly. Because you you don't have time. You don't have the desire as much. And the time to even go to the gym. Exactly. Because everything is shift. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. when you are single, let's Mm -hmm. hit the gym. Mm -hmm. You know, let's get it in. Let Mm -hmm. me get bigger. But Mm -hmm. then... So now when you get children, it starts mm-hmm. changing. You start having the, you know, the pot mm-hmm. belly. 
<laughs> the one pack. You move from six pack mm-hmm. to one pack. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's, that's so true. true. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. I, I, yes, I believe men are nurturers. I believe one word, another word for nurturing is cultivate, right? Mm-hmm. I believe men were made to cultivate. Mm-hmm. And that is why if you're a man, one of, the, mm-hmm. one of the things that you should do with your wife, learn how mm-hmm. to cultivate mm-hmm. your wife. Nurture her to become who she, the Lord, the Lord mm-hmm. have called her to be. Mm-hmm. You, you got to make that environment possible for her, mm-hmm. for her to be nurtured, for her to be cultivated. Mm-hmm. And um, that is a responsibility of a man. Mm-hmm. And so we are never called to abuse. We are never called to control. Yes, we may, we may be in control, but we are not controlling. Mm-hmm. We are sure. leaders. And we, everything that we, anything that we must do to show leadership, we must do it. Mm-hmm. Whether sometimes, yeah, you, must, may, may, you may have to just uh, clean up the bathroom a little mm-hmm. bit as a, as a way to lead. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may one, one day have to cook as a mm-hmm. way to lead. You may one day have to, yes, uh, bath the children as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. As a way you lead as a man. Mm-hmm. It's not one way thing that, you know, you are a man, you come home, I'm the head of the house, mm-hmm. so I'm going to sit in the couch and everybody should worship me as a king. That mm-hmm. was not what God called a man to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. Our responsibility is to be the foundation. Mm-hmm. And so as a matter of fact, if your family is not doing well, you'll be blamed as a man. Yeah. You are the one responsible because you are the foundation. Yeah. That's why when God came, when Adam and Eve fell, when God came to the garden, who guess who he was looking for? Adam. He never mentioned Eve's name. He was looking for Adam. Yep. The woman was not responsible for the breakup and the uh, the falling of man, although she's the one that committed the sin. Mm-hmm. The man was held responsible. Mm-hmm. So men, we have a responsibility, a responsibility mm-hmm. that if the, the, if there's a divorce. Mm-hmm. If the, the children does not come up well the way we, we, we intended it to be, mm-hmm. it's as a result of the man not taking responsibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe when I even spoke about, spoke uh, when we did the Ark of Man, we talked about the kingdom man. This mm-hmm. is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Even the raising of the children, like mm-hmm. you're saying, the nurturers, men should be, should be more, in, uh, more included in raising the children. Mm-hmm. I think now we, we have this mindset that we should leave it for the woman to do. That is not what God intended. That's 1950s mindset, and that's not Bible And that is mindset. not even true. Yeah. Because in the days of Abraham, one of the things that the Lord said to Abraham, he said, I know of Abraham that as for him, he will command his house to follow after him. Yep. Mm-hmm. So God can trust mm-hmm. Abraham to be the father who his children was going to be, mm-hmm. uh, was going to go after his, mm-hmm. his God. Mm-hmm. So God knew that Abraham would raise a generation that would love him. All right? And so, um, yeah, and, and we were talking about Eli. Eli was cursed and he was blamed for not raising his children his the children right way. Right. It yep. wasn't the wife. His sons, yep. The Lord never mentioned the wife's name here. He mentioned Eli. So we revealed to someone, tell Eli that I'm taking, I'm taking the priesthood out mm-hmm. of his house because he failed to be a good father. Mm-hmm. He failed to take charge. He failed to lead his children mm-hmm. into to God. And so one of the things, one of the responsibilities as a man is you must lead your children to God. That should be one of the responsibilities mm-hmm. of a man, mm-hmm. to be able to lead your children to follow after God. Mm-hmm. What a man would do will go a very long way. Mm-hmm. And this is the reason why the enemy is after men. Because, mm-hmm. because of them being the foundation. Mm-hmm. Because the Bible said that if the foundation is destroyed, what shall the righteous do? Mm-hmm. And so now the enemy is breaking the foundations of families mm-hmm. by attacking men. Mm-hmm. By taking the men out of the house, mm-hmm. by taking them into prison, by making them become like women, 
And so now you are not having a strong foundation in the house. So the children that are coming out, the wife is here, the children are here, the family is chaotic. Because the foundation is not strong enough. Mm -hmm. And so the best time to prepare yourself as men is to build a strong foundation when you are single. Mm -hmm. So that when you actually get married, you build a good family for the Lord. Mm -hmm. So men have a responsibility. And most of the time, men are trying to now get it together in marriage, mm. which marriage within itself is a whole nother task that you have to learn. Mm. And so if you don't get it together pre-marriage, this is when you come with your drama, your woman comes with her drama, drama. and it becomes a big colliding mess. And the enemy likes to test marriages. Yeah. All right? Okay. The devil likes to test marriages. Did right. you know that the Bible actually describes what respect looks like for a wife? Mm. So if we go to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 33, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 33, and I'm reading from the Amplified Version. Mm -hmm. It says, and the wife must see it so that she respects and delights her husband, mm -hmm. that she notices him, one, mm -hmm. pre prefers him, two, mm -hmm. and treats him with loving concern, three, mm. treasure him, four, wow. honor him, five, and holding him dear, six. Mm. So the Bible's interpretation of respect is actually very, very detailed. Deep. Yeah, it's telling us here that we have to notice our husbands, mm. and we'll get into that. What what some men believe respect is, mm. but you have to notice your husband. People often think that you know only female people or female energy wants to be noticed. Men actually like compliments. Believe it or not, they will. They won't say it because they're not saying yeah. creatures, mm -hmm. but they do want you to let them know that, oh, babe, you look nice today. You look very handsome today. Oh, babe. Oh, you, your, your six packs is six packing today or something, you know? And that's why they go to the gym. You, you think exactly. men go to the gym for nothing? Exactly. They, they go to the gym so that the, the, the woman mm -hmm. or the women in their lives mm -hmm. will see how, mm -hmm. how beautiful or mm -hmm. how sexy they look. Mm -hmm. And so that, mm -hmm. uh, it goes a long way for yeah. you to tell your man that, okay, yeah. And you so, ladies, you. this is something that you have to be very, very cognizant of. If you're married, especially, wives, they always, we always hear because we counsel a lot of couples. And he never tells me I look nice anymore. I don't feel attractive because he's not saying it. He's not loving up on me. But when are you taking the initiative to love up on him? Mm, you mm. know, one of the female things, and we'll talk about it hopefully tomorrow if we end up doing mm. that, um, is that... We too, we are magnifiers. We are incubators. Mm -hmm. And so if a guy comes and maybe their self-esteem is at one, we have the ability to take them to a 25. Oh, yes. We have the ability to do that. And so here in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 33, I want you to make sure you have that in your spirit. One thing that the Amplified Version considers as respect is noticing your husband, mm. noticing your man. Mm. And remember, though we're talking about marriage here, when you get into a relationship, flattery can cause sex. So you have to be very, very careful. Mm. But when you are in marriage, and those of you who are preparing for marriage, this is very good advice for you. And those who are in marriage, if you haven't been doing it, you have a responsibility to respect, a.k.a. to also exalt your husband. Mm -hmm. It's a responsibility mm -hmm. of ours. 
The love is very important. There's mm-hmm. the respect. Remember, he will interpret it as love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if you are not, if he's not mm-hmm. getting it, you feel like this woman doesn't love me. He, she doesn't respect me. Mm-hmm. So then it turns to, he, he wants to seek it somewhere else. And anyone that will give it to him, mm-hmm. he will click to that person. And so you got to gas him up a little oh, bit, yeah. okay? Got to gas him up, okay? All right. And then the second thing it says here is what? It says, um, you notice him, and then it says, prefers him. And so even if you think or thought, because once you're in marriage, he is the one you prefer. Mm-hmm. So even if you thought Idris Alba was the finest man, after you get married, it's no more. It lights out. Because how would you feel if he brings another, even if it's a superstar, to say that, wow, I wish your body looked like this or I wish you looked like this. There's no more of that. Yeah. One thing that I saw one time, I believe I was watching a reality show mm-hmm. and the lady literally went to her husband and she was like, do you see Idris? He is fine. Mm. And he didn't say much. He just laughed and he was like, eh. But you can tell he got so upset Mm -hmm. because you don't prefer me. Mm. You prefer somebody on Mm. TV, Mm. which means if you finally catch somebody who even looks remotely to him, then you start giving him the same emotional Mm -hmm. love Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that you would give to me. That's an insult to a man. Don't ever Mm -hmm. do that. I think men, because of the testosterone, because of the macho, Mm -hmm. because of the, Mm -hmm. the, the ego... Mm-hmm. I don't care if the person is a superstar. Mm-hmm. The men don't want like to compete, mm-hmm. and so when uh, when you as a wife, if mm-hmm. you are preferring somebody than him, it hurts the man. Mm-hmm. It brings a lot. It, it can damage your mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. It can actually destroy your marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, that is why men. <laughs> the worst thing to do is to cheat on a man. Mm-hmm. That is the worst thing. Yeah. The worst thing that you can ever do to a man is to cheat. Mm-hmm. You basically you destroy him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And men don't like rejection, mm-hmm. and we also don't, don't, don't like being cheated on, mm-hmm. all right? Although he may be cheating, but the day you cheat on him, that's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. He, he, they can't take it. We can't take cheat. Mm-hmm. We can't take those kind of things, mm-hmm. rejection and all those things, mm-hmm. because cheating shows this rejection to a man, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right? And if you want to go into this psychologically, when a man cheats, and this is not, again, we're talking about godly men. So mm-hmm. there's no reason to, to cheat. cheat. Yeah. But in the event a man cheats, mm-hmm. most of the time it was based on body and probably temptation and their own lust issues. Temptation of the flesh. Temptation there's of nothing, the flesh. <laughs> there's nothing going on in your mind concerning anything. Exactly. So when a man mm-hmm. cheats, it's often they've seen a body, they've seen something really beautifully, and so they go and they have sex with that person without thinking about it. And so you'll see that once he cheats, he's like, oh, damn, I should have never done that. Mm. But when a woman cheats, it's calculated because her emotions were in there. She had to assess that this is what's about to happen. It can potentially break up my marriage and or relationship, but this person I've invested in emotionally. Mm. So it takes more for a woman to actually cheat and go talk to somebody rather than for a man to cheat. Does this negate anybody cheating? No. Cheating is wrong. The cheating is wrong. So we, nobody's condoning yes, cheating. Yes, we're not condoning but it. But just to understand the nature of the yes. man you are dealing with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Men can cheat easily er, because they are moved by sight. Mm. They just have to see big boobs or whatever they like, mm-hmm. big butt, and they can go there. Mm-hmm. But then a woman... 
they are moved by the way you made them feel, the mm. emotion. Mm. And so they start investing in you emotionally. Mm. And so by the time she actually gets inside your bed, that means she's already emotionally invested mm. in you. Mm. I think that is why it's very important mm-hmm. to meet a man who's, who is in the presence mm-hmm. of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the only thing that can cause a man not to cheat mm-hmm. is God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you marry a man who mm-hmm. is not in God, you are in trouble. Mm-hmm. If the man is in, into clubbing, into smoking, into drinking, mm-hmm. there's nothing that is going to stop him from cheating. Remember, mm-hmm. for him, it's just another body that he just has sex with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You understand? And so that is why when God, before God, mm-hmm. you know, before God brought the woman, mm-hmm. now that we're talking about man, let's go back to see everything that God put in place for the man mm-hmm. before the woman came. Mm-hmm. And because that's very important mm-hmm. as a man that you need to know. Mm-hmm. All right? Bible says, let us, he said, let us make men our own image. So the first thing that man received that image from the Lord, that's number one. And then the Bible said that he made the man and he put him in the garden mm-hmm. of Eden. Mm-hmm. Now the Garden of Eden, that word Eden is not a it's not um, a physical place. That's mm-hmm. why nobody has discovered it mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. Eden is a is a presence of God. Mm-hmm. All right. So the man was placed in where God's presence was. Mm-hmm. And so the man had everything. He had God, he had access to God, mm-hmm. and he can communicate with God anytime. God mm-hmm. can come and visit. Mm-hmm. He was in this atmosphere mm-hmm. that was godly presence all the time. These are things that God did before the woman came. Mm-hmm. And so when you, re- when you read Genesis, Genesis chapter 2, mm-hmm. all right? Ge- read Genesis chapter 2. Mm-hmm. You can go there for Genesis us and read. Genesis 2. Genesis 2. Can, I think it will help us to know these things that God put in place before the woman came. So that right. in your preparation for marriage, you know what you got to prepare for. Genesis chapter 2. Verses, let's start from verse 4 going. From verse 4 going, it says, This is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created. Mm. When the Lord gave, when the Lord God made the earth Mm. and the heavens. Mm. Verse 5 Now no shrub had yet appeared on the earth, and no plant had yet sprung up. For Mm. the Lord God had not sent rain on the earth, Mm. and there was no one to work on the ground. Now, this is very important. Mm The Lord, Bible said the Lord did not send rain because there was nobody here on earth to, f- to manage the ground, mm-hmm. to, uh, he said, to work it. So mm-hmm. the m- number one is that if there is no management, mm-hmm. God will, will stop progress. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. So that is, that's why when you don't manage your finances well, mm-hmm. he, stops, he it. stops it. Jesus. Catch and so that revelation. That's a revelation mm-hmm. you need to catch. Mm-hmm. God said that I cannot bring more mm-hmm. if there's no management. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to stop rain until I bring somebody to manage it. Mm-hmm. And so even in our marriages, in our relationship, mm-hmm. the reason why some of you don't have, cannot get a man because a man came and you mismanaged it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right? The reason why some of you are, don't have financial breakthrough, God gave you a little bit, but you mismanaged the little he gave you. So he said, you know what? I don't have any good manager here. I'm just going to stop mm-hmm. it. So one thing that a man you should do is you got to learn how to manage. And so those of you men who don't ever have a good wife, a good woman, that's because you haven't learned how to manage, manage. a woman yet. That is so true. Mm-hmm. Management is the key. He said, mm-hmm. I'm not going to release the rain until I have a man to man to work it, mm-hmm. to work the ground. That means to manage it. Mm-hmm. So financially, um, with maritally, like you need to learn how to manage, mm-hmm. and there are people that the Lord brought them good men and good and good and good women, mm-hmm. but they mismanaged it, and that is mm-hmm. why they're struggling now mm-hmm. in the area of mm-hmm. marriage. 
Mm-hmm. And it can take another, ten, like I always say, 10 years. <laughs> it take another 10 years for, for a man to show up because you sure. mismanaged the first one the Lord brought. And God said, I'm going to stop it until, I, until you learn how to manage. I'm not bringing any woman and I'm not bringing any man. Yeah. And so sometimes it's better, especially for a man, to say that, Lord, give me the ability to resist any woman mm. until I get my life managed. Yes. Manage mine so that I can manage yours. <laughs> because... <laughs> If you are not ready, how could you be ready to take somebody else in? Yeah. All right, so let's continue reading it. And I think we can pick a lot from there and then. And then it says, verse 6. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, verse 6. But streams came up from the earth and watered the whole surface mm-hmm. of the ground. Mm-hmm. Verse 7. Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living being. So this is what I was saying. In Genesis chapter 1, 26, the Bible says, the Lord created the man. Mm-hmm. Let's create man in our own image. Mm-hmm. To create means to, to make something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. You create. Mm-hmm. Now, here he's forming. Mm-hmm. Forming means that you take, you're making something out of something. Mm-hmm. So he's taking the dust and he's forming it mm-hmm. to become a body. Mm-hmm. Like I said, mm-hmm. later on he put, he put that spirit into that forming body mm-hmm. and he became a living soul mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. and so this this also to help the men and the women mm-hmm. that there is no gender in the spirit mm-hmm. in the spirit there's one spirit called man mm-hmm. all right now physically in the, in the on earth we have two different um genders mm-hmm. which is the male and the female mm-hmm. but both of them carry the same spirit mm-hmm. it's just that their body is what is different mm-hmm. but god did it that way so that there can be order and also, there can be a, some kind of leadership mm-hmm. going on. You can't have two different people and everybody think that they are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then put one person going here, another person going. Mm-hmm. It's going to create a whole kind of mess. Mm-hmm. And so God made it that way. Uh, so the male was the one that was created first, guys. Mm-hmm. The male. So we became the foundation, like I said in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So now let's look at what God said concerning the male before the woman came. Now, verse 8, now mm-hmm. the Lord God had planted a garden in the east, mm-hmm. in Eden, and there he put the man he had formed. So goal number one, mm-hmm. Eden. Mm-hmm. That means the presence. In the presence. And so, man, work on your work with the presence of God. You got to make sure you're dwelling in the presence of God. And as a woman, when you, one of the things that you are seeking, when you are see, when the man, let's say you're looking for married, and mm-hmm. make sure that the man is in the presence of God is very, very important. I'm talking about true presence. Yeah, not just around godly people, but, but actually in the, the presence, presence of God. Like somebody that know God for themselves yeah. is very, very important. So yeah. the, Adam was already there mm-hmm. before the woman came. So it's very important to know that. And so we get a lot of these types of questions, and this is your answer. We're telling you the answer now. Mm. You have to make sure you find a man who is in the presence. And we'll also get to those who are already married and maybe you are unequally yoked. We'll get into that as well, too. Mm. And so I'll keep reading. And there he put the man he had formed. Mm -hmm. Verse 9. The Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground. Mm. Trees that were pleasing to the eye Mm. and good for food. Mm. In the middle of the garden... Where the tree, where the tree of life and the tree of knowledge mm. of good and evil. Mm. Verse 10. A river watering the garden flowed from Eden. Mm-hmm. From there it was separated into four head waters. Mm-hmm. That there's a revelation in this too. Mm. 
It says that the garden, the watering, a river watering the garden of Eden flowed, right? It flowed, yeah. And so Eden is the presence of God, right? Mm. And you mm. carry the presence of God in you as a man, mm. right? That means you should be able to affect everyone around, around you. you. And so after a while... I always say I love my husband so much because as he's come into our lives, even my own siblings have drawn closer to Christ. Mm. That shows the true presence in a man, mm. the mm. true presence of God. And so if you are a man, we have to now look at those who are around you. Yeah. We end up talking about women a lot, but men have a true responsibility to make sure that they are flowing in mm. every direction. Mm. Everywhere mm. they go, their presence must be felt. Mm. So if you are a man who is truly in the in the presence of God. We have to feel your presence. We have to also feel your absence. When you are not around, people must search for you. People must be desiring, where is mm. this man of God? Yeah. And you don't have to be a pastor mm. to be called a man of God. Mm. Guess what? Mm. You have to have the presence inside of you. It's yeah. very important. You can walk, walk on Wall Street. And how many people did, did the Lord use you to you know, oh, make yeah. them give their lives to Christ or pray for them? Many. Or, many, many, many. Many. And so it's very important. When you are seeking a man, I got to ask you, you know, who have you affected around you? Mm. Mm, How mm, many people mm. can you casually say your character has influenced them to draw closer to Christ? These are important things as a man. It's not just about your money. Money. Man carries some kind of authority because mm -hmm. everything here, see, mm -hmm. the foundation is very mm -hmm. important. Talk about Eden and, mm -hmm. and it's flowing everywhere. Mm -hmm. Adam was out there. Mm -hmm. uh, and when you, when you even jump to verse 15, you will see what Adam, the Lord said to the, mm -hmm. the man. Look. Uh, verse 15. Just jump to verse 15. The Lord God took the man uh -huh. and put him in the Garden of Eden uh -huh. to work it and take care of it. So number one, after that, it was in the presence. Mm -hmm. So Eden, the presence, number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, he said, work. Work. All right? Work it. Work it. Now, now that one, that word work there, people think that it may be their job, mm -hmm. but it's not the job. Mm -hmm. He said, work it. Mm -hmm. Work it is so important. Because in that context, what God literally means mm -hmm. is say become. Mm -hmm. Adam, become. Mm -hmm. Adam, become. become. Become that great man. Become that great woman. Become that apostle. Become that, you know, become that man that I've made you mm -hmm. to be. Mm -hmm. That is what he said. So what the Lord said, that uh, now take the land and work it. Become it. Become the Lord over this mm -hmm. land. Become the master. You rule. Mm -hmm. All right? And so one of the things that the woman should seek or a man should seek to to do before mm -hmm. the woman come is to find their purpose because mm -hmm. you become your purpose in life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right? So becoming is you becoming who the Lord made you to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He said, Adam, work it. So the word work there in the, Greek, in the Hebrew context, it means to become. Mm -hmm. To become. And so even in marriage, he said that the two shall become. So you gotta know, you gotta, you gotta know what is it that you are becoming. Mm -hmm. All right. So one of the things that the man should do mm -hmm. is to know their purpose. They should have a vision for their life mm -hmm. before so, the woman will come. Okay. So I don't know if you're gonna get into this, but I want to know the difference between a career and purpose. Yes, that's good. Mm -hmm. Now, a career or a job mm -hmm. pays bills. Mm -hmm. A work or purpose. Is what you were made to be to mm -hmm. do, what what you were born to do. Mm -hmm. So can you use yourself as an example so we know exactly? I had many careers. I say I was working at Wall Street mm -hmm. before. Mm 
Mm-hmm. All right. So me working at Wall Street, working for all these big banks, mm-hmm. it was my job. Mm-hmm. It paid the bill. Mm-hmm. Okay. It paid the bill. And then from there, what I'm doing right now is what exactly what I was born mm-hmm. to do. So even when I was working as, um, I, I, was, I had that job, mm-hmm. because now we use the word work and purpose, we, we, job and, and work as, as the same thing, mm-hmm. they are not. Because you can be fired from your job, but you can never be fired mm-hmm. from your purpose. Mm-hmm. 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 All right? So in the time that I was, I was working as, at my job, mm-hmm. I was getting ready for my purpose, purpose which yep. is my work. Mm-hmm. And so most of the time, God gives us a job to help us to prepare for our work. Mm-hmm. But most people take the job as the last, mm-hmm. as last result. Mm-hmm. And that is where the problem is. You are not just born to make somebody uh, lead over you as a man. You're supposed to lead mm-hmm. because everything that you are doing will affect your children. Influence. Influence. Mm-hmm. Because if, 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 you, if you have a child and say, now you, a child get older and say, you go and work for another person. No. Mm-hmm. The child should be able to come and say that this is the family company. Let me work in the family company. Mm-hmm. So every one of us need to identify what is it that we were born to do. And it comes from the man. Mm-hmm. Man, you are the one that should be the carrier of the vision. Mm-hmm. The woman comes to help. And so the reason why some of the generation, especially um, uh, the black generation, mm-hmm. we, we, it looks like we always have to restart again. Mm-hmm. is because uh, we, we didn't focus on the purpose. purpose. We focused on the job. And so, yeah, your father worked nine to five at some company. When he died and he went, we didn't get nothing from it. Mm-hmm. All right? But the Bible said that a good man leave inheritance for his mm-hmm. children's mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. What is it that you are leaving for your children and your children's children? All right? It's not just money. It's about leaving a, a dream for them, mm-hmm. leaving a, a purpose for them, for them to continue it. So you see like the Rockefellers. They're still, they're still there. The father died a long time ago. But what he did is still standing up to now. All right, so we like let's say if God forbid Trump leaves, he has children mm-hmm. that are actually working in his business now. Mm-hmm. All right, we see men of God that their children are pastoring within their church. Mm-hmm. Transgenerational, transgenerational birth and yeah. transgenerational blessing, mm-hmm. and that comes out of you as a man discovering your work, mm-hmm. not just your job. Mm-hmm. Your job you can get fired from it, mm-hmm. but nobody can fire you from identifying your purpose and knowing your purpose and working in your purpose. Mm-hmm. All right, so for me, all the Wall Street work, I mean, you're working for these banks, you get laid off when the market crash and all that. It was not consistent for me, mm-hmm. all right? But even at that time, I was still in my work mm-hmm. because I was still winning souls. Mm-hmm. I still love to talk about God. It was just something that was innate in me, mm-hmm. all right? I loved, I was still doing the work of God even when I was at the job. Yeah. So I never saw the job as my last end. My, 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 the vision God gave me was always concerning my work. Mm-hmm. I wanted to become a pastor. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be, to be able to start a church. I wanted to see what I'm seeing now. Mm-hmm. And the Lord gave me a glimpse of it. And that was a vision mm-hmm. that God was giving me concerning my purpose. As you were in his presence, he birthed out. He birthed it out. Mm-hmm. All right. So one of the first things that a man you need and the woman you should, you should be looking out for is to find a man with a vision. Now, a vision is a picture of your purpose. God will show you a lot of pictures 
of how your end should be. Mm -hmm. That is a vision. Mm -hmm. And so a man should have a little vision of how he should be. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that a man should already be in his purpose, mm -hmm. but he needs to have a vision for it. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be self-made before marriage. Yes. I help you become self-made. You help. You see, yeah. because remember, marriage was for helping. Mm -hmm. And so if, if I come into your, if I'm a woman, I come into your life, what is it that I'm helping you mm -hmm. with? That is what God is saying here, the work part, the, the purpose part. Having that vision, to be able to share the vision to the woman, with mm -hmm. the woman and say, you know what, babe, uh, this, is my, this is my vision. Mm -hmm. I want to be uh, the CEO of this business. Mm -hmm. Or I want to own, I want to hold my business, maybe my shoe business. Mm -hmm. And this is how I see it. Mm -hmm. I need you to help me to become mm -hmm. it. That is what marriage is all about. Mm -hmm. the, the conversation should be like that. Yeah. And so how does knowing your purpose help you pick out a wife? That is very, <laughs> I always make this statement that some of the mistakes that men do is we marry for where we are, mm. not where we are going, mm -hmm. all right? You need to learn how to marry for where you are going, not where you are now. Mm -hmm. And the most of the mistakes that men make in marriage, they marry for where they are at now. Mm -hmm. And so they marry such a woman mm -hmm. and they are not thinking about their future because they, they don't have, they themselves don't have a vision. Have a vision. Because anyone that don't have a vision, mm -hmm. you are an open case. Mm -hmm. Everybody can control you. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a vision, you are an open case. Mm -hmm. Everybody can move you anyhow. Mm -hmm. But if you have a vision that this is my call, mm -hmm. this is what God has made me to be, ah, you will not be swayed, you will not be torn around, you will know what to do, you'll be disciplined enough mm -hmm. to make sure that you become it. The last time we were watching, this Sunday, we were watching Michael Jordan. And when he first got into the NBA, he said that he went into some of his teammates and they were doing drugs and stuff like that. But because he knew his purpose, his purpose he said, that, you know what, I don't want to be part of this. He didn't waver at all. He didn't waver mm -hmm. because he knew where he wanted to go in life. Mm -hmm. He wanted to be the best basketball player mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. And so he said, you know what, I can't be part of this group of people mm -hmm. because knowing your purpose will help you to be disciplined in life. And if you're a man and you know your purpose, you will not waste time with the guys. You will not come home and just watch TV all day and drink beer. You know that there's something to do. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, sometimes even when I watch TV, I feel guilty because I'm like, I have things to do. I have, I have messages to be, I have to make up messages. I have to, I have to I have things to do. I cannot afford to just be sitting there and wasting time. I have to go and pray. Mm -hmm. you, you, you're thinking because of your purpose. Mm -hmm. It disciplines you as a man. It helps you to become a better man. And so identifying your purpose now mm -hmm. will help you. It will help you discipline. It will push you to do things that will benefit the vision at, at last. And so the way we need to set up our lives, if you are about to get married, if you are entering into marriage, is, you know, the Bible actually structures our lives in such a way that it's actually very easy to know if someone is good for you or bad for you. What do I mean by that? I myself will talk about females, but I'll say this. As a woman, I knew that I had a, a very strong, deep love for Christ. Mm. I don't know anyone's caliber of love for Christ, but I know mine was very strong and deep, mm. especially considering everyone who was around me, who was in college, who had the mindset of let's go party. Mm. With that notion and with that, you know, um, I guess, information that I had about myself, I knew that my purpose 
as I read the Bible, I knew, okay, I'm, I'm going to help somebody mm. one day in life. Mm. So I started asking God, exactly what am I going to help with? Is mm. it with a corporation? Is mm. it with a business? Mm. Is it with the music industry? Mm. Is it What is it with? Mm. He let me know that it was with his work mm. in his kingdom specifically. Yeah. Mm. Now, this can be for anything. It can be a cooking show. It can be whatever it is that your husband is called to do, Right. In that, I knew that, of course, I have my own desires, uh, aspirations, and I've been able to live a lot of that out, too. Mm. And so sometimes women, when we start talking about stuff like this, this is where the, the spirit of feminism rises up. But in reality, when you understand, we'll talk about that, but when I understood that it was for kingdom, I knew that wherever I went, Whoever I was talking to, if you were not kingdom, automatically you can depress me. Mm. You can take me out of my joy. Mm. Mm. Because I knew that these were the things that I wanted to do. Mm. I wanted to sit down with my husband mm. and have uh, godly conversations mm. like this. I mm. wanted my husband to preach. I mm. want my husband to be in the Bible. I knew these things about mm. myself. So as a man, when you're coming in, you already let me know, listen, I'm called. Mm. And I'm going to make sure I walk in my calling as well, too. Mm. So then the way it's set up, it's easy for me to say, you know, I'm not set out to be a first lady. I'm very sorry. So you go your way. I go, go my way. way. Or if you are a man, you say that, listen, I am a pastor or I'm going to be a pastor. pastor. It may not be in fruition yet, but I do see the vision. And so if you are not cut out for this lifestyle... Maybe, you know, we don't even have to get our hearts intertwined. Yeah. And that would cause a lot of heartbreak to disseminate, dissipate. You don't even have to go into a lot of heartbreak because if he knows his vision, it makes it easy for you. It makes it. It's like he will he will make that decision based on his purpose. Exactly. If you was going to be a rapper, I knew automatically yes. it wasn't going to work. Yeah. yeah. So you as a man <laughs> need to, first of all, identifying your purpose is the key for you yeah. to picking a wife. Mm -hmm. All right, so you're not going to get somebody that will not be able to help you mm -hmm. in what the Lord has called you mm -hmm. to be. There, there's The way the Lord made the body of a woman, mm -hmm. he made it opposite of a man. Mm -hmm. And so everything the man needed was placed in the woman. Mm -hmm. All right? Because the woman, so when the woman, uh, the woman that you marry will complete you mm -hmm. to become the best man that you should be. Mm -hmm. So all the weaknesses you have as a man should, you should be able to see those those things as a strength for the wife that you are marrying. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. she comes into your life to be a complete package mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. So you be one. The Bible said the two shall be one. Mm -hmm. All right? And so before you make a decision mm -hmm. to marry, mm -hmm. uh, make sure that the woman that you are approaching, mm -hmm. okay, has the capacity to be able to help you to become that man mm -hmm. that the Lord have called mm -hmm. you to be. Mm -hmm. That is why purpose is the number one thing. That the Lord said to go and be, become it. Mm -hmm. That means see it. Mm -hmm. And and Bible said the Lord, he, he when he when he ends something, he begins it. Mm -hmm. So so most of the time, God will show you the vision of your life in the beginning stages of your life when you are not it. Because before you came, he had already completed you. Mm -hmm. So he will show you your end when you are nothing. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. And so you as a man need to know where you are going. Mm -hmm. Vision is very important. Having a vision and knowing your purpose is the key of choosing the right spouse for yourself. Mm -hmm. Because the wife that you should marry has the, the tools, mm -hmm. the gadgets mm -hmm. to make you the best man. The Lord has made her that way. 
And so if you go and you don't choose that wife because you had no vision, for Bible says where there is no vision, the people perish. So without vision, people will perish. Not it never say where there is no husband or. He said, where there's no vision. Mm-hmm. And so if you go and marry as a wife, you go and marry somebody who has no vision, you end up perishing. Mm-hmm. Most of the frustration of many women is as a result of marrying a man who had no vision. Mm-hmm. It's like, where are we going? So what are men. we doing? We don't know. And so she's frustrated yeah. because she, she's so equipped. Can you imagine like being equipped? Can you, like God has given you everything and it's there to be able to be a ble- help somebody and you get to the person's life and the person don't even know what he's doing. And you out there, and this thing is like fire shut up in your bones. Mm-hmm. You don't know what to do. Um, you'll get frustrated. I came here to help you, but I came and you, there's nothing for me to help. What am I supposed to do? And so it brings frustration into marriages. Mm-hmm. And the woman, if you're not careful, then your woman start turning and doing her own thing. And that also brings a division among the family, among the uh, marriage. And then competition starts. Mm-hmm. And then fighting starts. And then divorce happens. And so we have a responsibility mm-hmm. to make sure that we know our purposes mm-hmm. so that we can choose the right spouses for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so having vision is a game changer because it'll allow you not to date a whole bunch of women. It won't. And yeah. become loose because men yeah. can be loose too. Yeah. If you know your vision, trust me, if you know your purpose, like you, even when you learn about Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. the, he said that got to a point he didn't even have friends. When a man know their purpose, they don't they don't worry about friendship. Mm-hmm. They don't need any, man, mm-hmm. any man's approval. No distractions. No distractions. Mm-hmm. And so he became in in our context weird in a way mm-hmm. because he was a man of vision. This is exactly what he mm-hmm. wanted, mm-hmm. and he was so disciplined to do it. And so having a vision helps you to be a disciplined, become mm-hmm. a better man, and you focus, and it makes you after work you you come home. To come and work on your work. Mm-hmm. After your job, you run home to say, I've got to come and, f- and do and work on my work mm-hmm. because that is what's going to sustain my family. Mm-hmm. Not even my job that is paying me because that job can fire me at any time. Jeff Bezos, um, Amazon, yeah. that's what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. He said he was working prior to getting the vision of mm-hmm. Amazon. Mm-hmm. And when he would come home, he would make sure he worked tirelessly. And now him and his wife are divorced, but he didn't even have to go through the courts. He said, I want my wife to get exactly half of what my net worth is mm. because she's the one who helped birth all of this. All this. So the woman, the man knew the type of woman he married. You know, I don't know why they divorced, but only God knows. Yeah, yeah. And so, you want to get into this? Yes, let's finish. So, that is very important that the man, listen, you need to know your purpose. Mm -hmm. And you need to have a vision for Mm -hmm. it. So, when the woman comes, you you are able to communicate that vision Mm -hmm. to that woman. Mm -hmm. So, communication is the key. Make sure that you are talking. Mm -hmm. And as a woman, don't just be, uh, don't just say yes to say yes. If the man is communicating his vision to you, make sure that you have the ability to help him. Don't be a fake person when you enter the marriage and then the next thing is that, I was not signed up for this. I was calling you. I was not standing there. So you go and do your own thing. That should never be. Right? That's, I know men of God that will marry and then a time to pray. The wife said, when the Lord called you, I, was not, I wasn't there. So you go and do your own prayer. Mm-hmm. You see, that right there is, is a no-no. And so know that during the time of, you know, you talk, know that the, those things are being communicated. Mm-hmm. That's why communication is the key. Mm-hmm. Amen. And then the next thing that the Lord told the Adam to do was 
when you read it, it was for him to take care of the garden, mm-hmm. right? So that co- talk about nurturing or talk about cultivating. Mm-hmm. So Adam's responsibility was to cultivate the garden. Mm-hmm. And that means that a man has to be a cultivator. Mm-hmm. You should be able to cultivate things, bring some, bring things out of your spouse, mm-hmm. bring things out of your children, mm-hmm. be a play, give them an environment to be able to grow mm-hmm. as a man. You have a responsibility to create an environment mm-hmm. where your wife will thrive and also where your children will thrive. Otherwise, it brings frustration. Lack of vision will bring frustration mm-hmm. upon mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. Mm-hmm. All right. And then the, the next thing that the Lord told him to do for him to guard the garden, which mm-hmm. was for him to be a protector. So men, we, we are protectors, mm-hmm. all right? We, we are to protect. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why a man does not like it when another man comes into his territory. Mm-hmm. And the lions have the same kind of character. You don't enter the lion's den mm-hmm. when the, the male lion is there. Mm-hmm. You, you will be in trouble, all right? And so a man is a protector of his family. A man, and so one of the things you start working, learn how to protect mm-hmm. as a man. These are characters that you show. Mm-hmm. If you're already married, make sure, learn how to protect your family, mm-hmm. protect your wife, protect mm-hmm. your children. These are because the man was a protector. So mm-hmm. Adam was a protector. Mm-hmm. This is way before the woman came into being. So part of your preparation is learn to protect. Mm-hmm. Don't wait for you to get married before you start saying, oh, let me protect. Mm-hmm. Learn it now while you are single. And, and then uh, the next thing was for him also to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. The Lord said, uh, gave the fifth commandment to be able to teach. Mm-hmm. And so the commandment was never given to the woman. Mm-hmm. The woman, the Lord never said anything to the woman. Adam was the one that was given the responsibility to make sure that he teach. Mm-hmm. He teaches everybody that come after him. As an older sibling, sometimes your mom and your father will tell you stuff that you got to tell all the other siblings. Mm-hmm. And if anybody, if, if, if the mom comes and nothing is done in the house, guess who they are blaming? You as the older sibling. Mm-hmm. And so we have a responsibility to teach. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing was for, um, the, the Lord said that the day that you eat of the tree, you shall what? Die. Mm-hmm. That was responsibility. Mm-hmm. So the, the Lord never said that the day that Eve eat the tree. He said the day that Adam eats it, he shall die. Mm-hmm. So the fall of man would have never happened if Adam could have kept himself. Mm-hmm. But since he fell, the woman gave it to him and he ate. Then death happened. But do you see how society is so funny? Society has now switched it that mm. women should be the more responsible ones. Mm. When in fact, God gave majority of responsibility to, to the, the man. man. We are the foundation. You- and so you'll see that men are slack. Men are always portrayed on TV as the ones that are laying down, watching TV, big bellies, bare. Like that is the portrayal of humanity. That is the attack of the enemy. And that's why we always have to go back to the Bible, which is basic instructions before leaving earth. And that is why the enemy don't mind when the woman come to church. Mm-hmm. He, that one is like, let them go. Mm-hmm. But man is what he's keeping up. And so most of the for past couple of years now, you realize that men are not in churches. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. Every church in the world, you go, you see more women than men. 60 women to one man. Yeah. Okay. This is the reason why the society, the nation we are living mm-hmm. in is, is decayed. Mm-hmm. because the foundation is being destroyed. Mm-hmm. The enemy is distracting them mm-hmm. with games on Sundays, with, 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 with pornography, mm-hmm. with, with, with uh, Super, Bowl. Super Bowls and all those mm-hmm. things. 
and and it's taking them away from the Lord, away mm-hmm. from the presence of God, so that the 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 rest, because if the foundation is destroyed, what shall the righteous mm-hmm. do indeed? So uh, men need to come back to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Men need to take more of the responsibility. Mm-hmm. We are responsible for our families. Mm-hmm. As a man, you are responsible. If a divorce happens, you will be held responsible. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, if, if, the, if the marriage succeeds, it's your children. As mm-hmm. when a woman, all the woman does is to help you. Mm-hmm. She gives children to you and you put your name on those mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. So that means that everything is about you here. Literally, God is using you. Like, so if it fails, guess what he's coming for? You. Because when I had children, I didn't put her last name on the children. It's my last name. Basic instructions before leaving earth. Earth. Bible. Bible. Mm-hmm. Right? God said that this is how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And so the woman is coming to help you to raise a family for you. So you are responsible for raising mm-hmm. those children. Mm-hmm. It's your children. If they go wayward, you'll be held responsible. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you do everything you can to make sure that the children are being nurtured well, to make sure that the children are being brought up well, make sure that the mm-hmm. wife that is helping you is happy, mm-hmm. make sure that there's no, there's nothing that can come in to come and destroy your mm-hmm. marriage. If you look, if something is going on in the family, you have the responsibility to call your wife, call a meeting and say, listen, mm-hmm. I care for my family. I'm not going to allow anything to go wayward. And so it helps for you to manage your family well because at the end of the day, it is your assignment as mm-hmm. a man. And the woman has just come in to help you. Mm-hmm. And so Adam was given that responsibility that if the whole thing fall, mm-hmm. it's on you. Mm-hmm. And so when God came, when he was cursing, when he got to Adam, he said, because you listened to the wife and you ate of the mm-hmm. fruit. Now, curse be the ground for your sake. Mm-hmm. So the earth was cursed because of Adam. It wasn't because of the woman. Mm-hmm. The only thing that the Lord said to the woman, he said that, yeah, you're, you're, you, 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 you'll be a, a kind of a subject to your husband mm-hmm. and also he said that um, the pains that you go through having birth, it was mm-hmm. personal to the woman. But when Adam fell, it was cursed upon the ground that we all live on. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, was, it was generational. So everyone it was, keeps blaming Eve. It was affecting it was really everybody. Yeah. Although Eve is the one that gave the fruit. But it was really Adam. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cares be the ground for his sake. Yeah, I think that's it. For, so these are things. So when God saw that all these things were in place, mm-hmm. that is when he looked at the man and said, wow, he's doing amazing. Mm-hmm. It's not good for such a man to be alone. Mm-hmm. Now let me make somebody to come in and help. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. So the woman was made to come and help the man who was already doing all these things. Mm-hmm. So man, you are not ready until you are moving in mm-hmm. these. You know, especially in the area of knowing your purpose. Mm-hmm. Because that is why she came and she came and that, okay, this is what you're doing. It was communicated to her. She said, I'm able to help you. Let's go. Let me help you. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. I always say that if you are pushing a car, the car is so heavy. Uh, if I need somebody to help me, I'll get somebody who's strong. Mm-hmm. So same strength or even stronger than me. Mm-hmm. So that whole idea of women are weaker vessel, it is just... It's not in the context of... In the of, way we approach things. It's not in the context of their strength as women because mm-hmm. women have more strength. I mean, the pain they go through in giving birth and mm-hmm. the way they're able to sustain pregnancy for nine months, there's something that we men cannot mm-hmm. do. Even mm-hmm. during the night when they get their period, the mm-hmm. pain they go through, mm-hmm. women are stronger beings, mm-hmm. better say, but mm-hmm. they, are, they are fragile because of this. Their body is just, you know... Nice and squishable. Nice and soft and squishable. <laughs> Someone says squishable. <laughs> 
All right? And so you see that. So women are strong. So they come in because, remember, they are the ones that are helping. Mm -hmm. So they come in with the helping tools, mm -hmm. equipped, mm -hmm. packaged very well to help. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when men see that, because if the man don't have a vision, they tend to get intimidated by the woman. Mm -hmm. So this woman is so strong. No, she's strong for you. Mm -hmm. She's strong to come and help you. Not competition. Not to come and compete with you. Mm -hmm. But we don't accept that. Mm -hmm. Because, I don't know, the enemy has a way of just deceiving us all. Mm -hmm. All right? So nowadays, if a woman is very educated, uh, they struggle in, in, in having a relationship because in the mind of a mind, this woman is higher than me. Yeah. I need to get somebody lower. That is, that is not a wise thinking. And when you're in the presence, God builds your self-esteem as a man. As a result, you gain knowledge like this because you're listening to programs like this and you're not watching Homer Simpson. Mm -hmm. And guess what happens? It builds your confidence. So when he, she comes, you actually enjoy what you're getting from mm -hmm. her. And one thing that I wanted you to talk about is that as a woman, also knowing your place. Mm -hmm. That's because tomorrow. Yes. Okay, tomorrow, talk about that. Mm -hmm. Knowing your place. Because when a man, even a man that you as a woman make more money than, mm -hmm. is married to you, how do you handle mm -hmm. it? Without him feeling that you are putting him down. Because anytime a man feels like somebody is pulling them, mm -hmm. they, they tend to fight the person as another man. Mm -hmm. So the reason why there's so much competition mm -hmm. is that some of the women also have, don't know their place. Mm -hmm. And so they tend to put the man down and they create a whole kind of problems in their marriages. So uh, these are things that tomorrow, God willing, we will deal with. If uh, we talk about the feminine, because I feel like that should be left for Think Pink. But we'll see. Ooh. <laughs> what do you guys think, guys? We'll see. All right. So we do. <laughs> and so uh, the, the, the vision part is so important to mm -hmm. me. The vision part. You need to discover yourself. You need to know. You got to have a picture of it. And the amazing thing, the revelation I received is when you go to Joel, Joel chapter 2, verse 28. Mm -hmm. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. And some of you think that when you have the Holy Spirit, it's just in tongue speaking. But that is, that's not true. The Holy Spirit is, didn't come just for, for as a matter of fact, he didn't just come for tongue speaking. It was just mm -hmm. a sign that he was mm -hmm. here. The true reason why the Holy Ghost came, look mm -hmm. at it. Joel chapter 2, 28. All right. It says, and I read from the New International Version, and afterwards I will pour out my spirit on all people. Mm -hmm. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see vision. Now, babe, take a look at it again. He said that the young women shall do what? Dream dreams. No, prophesy. I'm prophesy, I'm sorry. But what would the young men do? See visions. So what happened is that when Adam fell, you know what the enemy took from him? His vision. His vision. Mm -hmm. So men, the woman was never called to be the vision, mm -hmm. the vision one. Mm -hmm. The man vision has been carried away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The woman's responsibility was to prophesy mm -hmm. it back to you, mm -hmm. right? And so the restoration of the, what the Holy Ghost brought back to us mm -hmm. is to restore the vision of the young man. He mm -hmm. didn't say, he specifically said the young men shall mm -hmm. see vision mm -hmm. and the old men shall dream dreams. Yep. Now the difference between dreams and vision, mm -hmm. a dream is something that you will not come to pass in your lifetime. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so the old men are the ones that have it. That have it. I have a dream that my child will do this and that. Mm -hmm. That is a dream that may never come to pass while the person is alive. Mm -hmm. But vision come to pass while the person is young mm -hmm. and is able to fulfill it. Fulfill it. Yep. And so you as a young man, you need to be a man full of vision. Mm -hmm. How do you get it? 
the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Going back to the presence. Mm-hmm. Without the presence, there's no vision. Mm-hmm. All right? And so you may be asking me, oh, Pastor, how do I even know my vision? I just gave you the point. Go back to the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is the one that will reveal to you what you are supposed to be. The Lord will lead you to it. The restoration of what Adam lost was vision. He said the old man will dream and the young man will see visions. This is a revelation that I think will help a lot of married couples. Mm-hmm. That you as a man supposed to have the vision. Mm-hmm. All right? And the woman is coming in there with the equipment to say, okay, this is what you want to be. Mm-hmm. I will make you that. Mm-hmm. And so most of the time, if a man tells his wife, babe, I want to be a president, a president of America, it does something to the woman. Man, I'm ready. Let's mm-hmm. go. I have this equipment. I'm, I'm ready. I have this thing. Uh, mm-hmm. And then she begins to put things together and she's working behind the scenes. And by the time you realize you are, you are the president of the United States. Yeah. We fully locked and loaded, ready to go. Right? Yeah. And the joy of a woman is to make that I made you sit there. I was watching uh, this overall thing, the overall with um, Tyler, Perry, Tyler, Perry, Tyler Perry, right? Mm-hmm. And he was saying, uh, there was a scene that the, the wife of the president of America will say that I put him here. Mm-hmm. I put him here. <laughs> like she was basically saying that I put this president here. The, a woman has that grace because the Lord has endowed them with that grace to be able to help you mm-hmm. in the areas of your calling. So you as a man need to identify that in that woman mm-hmm. to, to propose to that mm-hmm. woman. So if you see that, wow, this woman has what I need mm-hmm. to get to where I'm going. The fact that I, you have that vision you're able to identify that in a woman and say, no, mm-hmm. she can be the one to help me. Mm-hmm. Let me pursue her. Mm-hmm. You just don't get up and pursue any woman because they have big butt mm-hmm. or they have big breasts mm-hmm. or they, they look good. No, mm-hmm. you pursue them mm-hmm. knowing that they can be able to come into your life mm-hmm. and help you to fulfill mm-hmm. the vision or the purpose God has given you mm-hmm. to fulfill. It's very, very important. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So... And so I also want us to touch back on the respect because I believe that is in our generation, no matter where, what country, I know we have various people watching, the respect is a big thing. Mm. Because anytime we talk about respect, literally it's almost like a demon. Yes, I said it, a demon of rebellion arises up in women mm. because they've seen bad men before. They've seen probably their fathers do wrong. They've had heartbreak break so many times they've seen their aunt go through it so many times Mm. they've seen their grandmother go through it so many times but now we're trying to um change the direction in the way you think so that one you won't go and get the wrong person and two even if you do have someone who you are married to and things aren't working out maybe if you take this approach in prayer maybe things might begin to work around Mm. Because how do you deal, before we get into the respect, but how do you deal if you are currently married Mm. to a man who never gave you a vision outline Mm. and still doesn't have a vision? Mm. What do you do? All they do is work at their nine to five Mm. and they come home and they're miserable. As a result, you're miserable because he's not talking to you. He's not Mm. showing you love Mm. because he's not fulfilled because Mm. he knows there's something missing Mm. and he doesn't know exactly what's missing. Mm. And if he's not in God, he doesn't get this kind of information. Mm. And so how do you deal with somebody who is not in their vision? Okay. Let me bring it to somebody who is in God, not in their vision. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
I think that is where you as a woman mm-hmm. comes in. Mm-hmm. Now you begin to bring it out of mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. So now you begin to have conversations mm-hmm. and you keep poking it. You keep pushing him. Mm-hmm. And by hearing his language, you'll be able mm-hmm. to identify what, what is it, it that he is called yeah. for. Mm-hmm. And don't just be a quiet wife. Mm-hmm. If, if you're already married to this man, mm-hmm. you got to help the man. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why you're in his life. Mm-hmm. Although he may not know his vision, but you can pull that out of him. Mm-hmm. So babe, what is it? That, okay, what about this? Mm-hmm. And then you begin to poke him. And then little by little, he will begin to speak. Mm-hmm. And then they will just, mm-hmm. you will pick it up like, mm, this is what we are called to do. Mm-hmm. And be able to help him out. Mm-hmm. All right, and so as a wife, don't give up. Don't say, "Oh, you don't have a vision. I'm gonna, I'm gonna file for divorce tomorrow." No, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, that's not what God wants. Mm-hmm. He wants you to help the man by communicating with the man. Learn how to pull, pull, pull that vision out of him. Mm-hmm. You are able to do it as a woman. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to talk to the man and see where the conversation is going. You realize that this is where the man has been called to do. And so what about those who are in Christ as women, but their husbands aren't in Christ? As a result, they don't know what vision is. They are just, how do you, I mean, it's easy for us to tell those who are not in marriage right Mm -hmm. now to make sure this is how you identify how to marry. Mm -hmm. But what if you're married right Mm -hmm. now, you are in Christ and your spouse is not. And since we're talking about men, your man is not. Okay, so this is a decision that you've chosen to make. You mm-hmm. made that decision. You're already in the marriage. That is, mm-hmm. uh, the the wife is not the husband is not a believer. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Bible Paul talks about us as a woman. You need to also serve. You know, show some kind of godly behavior at home, mm-hmm. which in turn can turn your husband's awesome. heart yep. and cause him to follow mm-hmm. after you to come to Christ. Mm-hmm. And so there's a, there's an influence part of you as a wife mm-hmm. that if you if you work it very well, mm-hmm. you can influence your husband to turn to God, mm-hmm. and that comes with a lot of wisdom from a from a woman to be able to work your husband to turn his heart mm-hmm. to God. And so these are and it comes it comes with a price because remember the law said that we should not be unequally yoked, mm-hmm. right? So the fact that you you were you you are now on unequally yoked. Mm-hmm. If you want to turn this thing around the corner, it comes with a lot of work mm-hmm. that you now need to be wise mm-hmm. and don't be angry. Mm-hmm. Serve him. Mm-hmm. Let him still feel the respect and everything. And by you showing all those things that the Lord wants you to do, he, you know, everything that you're doing is communicating to his heart. Mm-hmm. One day, one day, he will turn. Mm-hmm. He will turn. I was listening to a man of God and he said, there was this woman that the husband was not a believer. Mm-hmm. She didn't, he didn't like church. And she came to church, and I believe that the husband was kind of angry, but mm-hmm. she still came. Mm-hmm. And I guess he found out, and he asked her, what, what's going on? And then he said, my husband, this and that. He's angry that I'm here. And the husband felt very disrespected that she came to church. Mm-hmm. And so what the man of God said, listen, I want you to, he gave her a note, I want you to go say, I'm sorry for, take, for keeping your wife. Um, and then he said, mm-hmm. um, you, you, are, you should be his, her, um, her priority, so I'm sending her back to you. Mm-hmm. And gave her the note and then sent her home from the prayer meeting. I heard this song. Yes. Yeah. And then when he read it, he was so touched. Mm-hmm. Because what the man of God did is to give him his respect. Mm-hmm. In the man of God, God's mind... Mm-hmm. The wife should respect the, the husband more than he, she mm-hmm. even respects him as a man of God. Mm-hmm. 
And so the, the, the husband should be the priority here. All right? That is why, as a woman, make sure you don't marry somebody who is not equally yoked because mm -hmm. you, you're going to have to respect him, mm -hmm. whether he's drinking, whether he's smoking, mm -hmm. whether all that thing that he's doing in the house, he still demands that respect. They don't like to hear stuff like this. Yeah. But you made the choice. You made the choice. <laughs> so He still demands that choice. Mm -hmm. So when the man saw it, you know what he did? Mm -hmm. He was so touched that the next Sunday he was at church yeah. Yeah. in the back. Met the man of God and said, you know what? You are good. And then the next time he was in the middle of the church mm -hmm. and then they do an altar call and he gave his life to Christ. So the respect that we can give to our husbands can turn their hearts mm -hmm. and bring them to Christ with us. Mm -hmm. All right? So you have work to do. And I heard another story. The lady was married for about, I, I believe, 20 years. Mm. And she said that she became a Christian in, I think, their second year of marriage. And so 18 years, she was praying for her husband to come into Christ. Mm. She was doing everything she was supposed to do. And this might be your story. I don't know if you're watching. This might be your story. But she was um, praying for her husband 18 years. So mm. some of you guys have five months in and you're like, oh, my God, I made the wrong choice. What am I going to do? There's somebody praying 18, 18 years. 18 years. See? Yes, 18 Jesus. years. And what happened is on the 18, on their 18th anniversary, she told her husband, you know, I'd rather go to church today because we don't really do much anyway. Mm. And he said, sure, go. So she went and she cried out to God and she said that, God, if you don't save him, I'm just going to leave. 18 years is too much mm. because... It's too much friction in the house. Mm. I'm in Christ. He's not in Christ. He doesn't understand anything that I'm doing. There's always an issue. And then she said that the Lord spoke to her and said, the fact that he said, come to church, mm. don't you think that is a testimony within wow. itself? Wow. And so she said she began weeping and she repented right then and there. And she said, I'm sorry. And so the Lord told her that go hug your husband and show him what an anniversary looks like. Mm. Show him what an anniversary looks like. So she said she went home, she cooked his favorite meal, she set up a table and she said, come, sit, let's enjoy. Mm -hmm. And she said her husband was side-eyeing her like, what has gotten into you? Mm. And then she said that I want to learn how to respect you. I want to learn how to love you the way you want me to love mm. you. And he just looked at her and he said, okay. So they started eating and talking together. And before he, before she knew it, she was actually giving him the word of God. Mm, mm. And she was telling him about different stories in the Bible. And that was their conversation. Mm, the mm. end of that night, he lifted up his hands and he gave his life to, to Christ. Christ. That's amazing. I think those little things that God told us to do, if we do it, it goes a long way. Mm -hmm. As we were saying, it took me mind to back to Dr. Mm -hmm. I think Dr. Tony Evans, mm -hmm. his father mm -hmm. and his mother. Mm -hmm. And he talked about how his mother was not a believer. Mm -hmm. But the father used to go to church and all that. Mm -hmm. And the mother was so mean to the father mm -hmm. that anytime they when he when she sees him reading the word, mm -hmm. uh, she would just, you know, create mm -hmm. all kinds of confusion in the house mm -hmm. and be just cursing at him and mm -hmm. all that. Mm -hmm. But anytime she's cursing and saying all those things. The man will not respond. <laughs> and so one day, he picked his Bible, mm -hmm. and because of the, mm -hmm. the, and the, and the mother didn't like mm -hmm. him to read the Bible mm -hmm. at all. But he took the Bible around 12 night, midnight. He thought that she was sleeping. And then he came to sit in the living room and was reading the Bible. Mm -hmm. And then the wife came. And because of all that she's been doing, the man has not been responding. Mm -hmm. It kind of broke her heart. Mm -hmm. And she came and, up and, and kneeled down before him. 
and cry and say, please forgive me mm-hmm. for all that I've been doing to mm-hmm. you that you haven't responded because it's, if it was probably this old him, he would mm-hmm. have slapped him. Mm-hmm. But for this time around, the man was not responding. Yeah. And he, she said that what, whatever it is that I've changed you, mm-hmm. I want that mm-hmm. thing. So for him showing godly love in the mm-hmm. house and showing Christ's character in the house, it changed the wife just like that. And so the same thing can go for men. Then. Uh, if, yes. you've, if you've married a woman who is a Jacuzco sister and you are in many situations, because you'll see that many women are really always crying out that I need my husband saved, like it would make life easier. But there's also men out there who speak about this often. And so like Pastor just said, if you can keep the godly energy going, you'll see that the same influence Again, the the rivers of living water that were in Eden will now penetrate your wife. Mm, mm. And so if you are probably listening to this and you're saying that, oh, it's easy for him to talk because his wife, you know, helped him with his vision. And I have a vision, but I have a wife who's not helping me with a vision. Then you need to get your character together. Mm. And it's about communication, Mm -hmm. too. I think you should learn how to Mm -hmm. communicate your vision to your wife. Mm -hmm. Um, and and hopefully she can mm-hmm. help you mm-hmm. <laughs> because you made a decision. Now, that's where the decision <laughs> comes in. And this is for the single ones. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you are making the right decision. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. just jump in because everybody getting married. All your mm-hmm. boys are getting married mm-hmm. and you want to get in married. So mm-hmm. you're just going to just take anybody who's available. Mm-hmm. It's, it's destiny. You need to pray. You need to know it. God has to reveal who you are to yourself first. So that what you can bring somebody in who is made to help you mm-hmm. to fulfill it. It's very, very important. <laughs> All right? Because uh, the, man, the man needs his vision to yeah. be fulfilled. The woman also needs your vision to be fulfilled. Somebody said, fellas, don't marry a savage, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right? Funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so on the topic of respect, um, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys have your notepads because uh, Pastor and I both uh, read a book and the book um, compromised of many reactions and answers from different various types of men. Mm. And Pastor actually went through each one and I was asking him as he was going through each one, I said, do you identify with some of these? And he would say yes to the majority of them. Some of them he didn't identify with. But the question was asked, what do you wish women knew about masculine respect? Mm. And then one man said to me, this is simple, but twofold, regardless of how confident I am or I may appear to be, I still need the reassurance from my wife that I am her king and that I still do it for her, that she still finds me attractive and that I am desired. Yes, you would be surprised to see that (laughs) this is the innate feeling of a man. Wow. And this is what the Bible was saying. Oh, yes. That you as a woman have a responsibility to boost him. That is that is the praising part, mm-hmm. right? The praising, mm-hmm. admire him mm-hmm. uh, when he wears his, mm-hmm. his clothes. Mm-hmm. Make sure you admire him. It's, mm-hmm. It goes both ways. Mm-hmm. A man wants to get that kind of approval from his wife mm-hmm. because if he's a godly man, all he's doing is to get approval of his wife mm-hmm. all the time. He mm-hmm. wants to please you, and so we have you as a woman have a responsibility to building that ego, building mm-hmm. up his self esteem, mm-hmm. but let him know that yes, I still desire you. You still. You're still sexy. Mm-hmm. You, you know, when he goes to the gym, you enjoy it. You mm-hmm. know, you know, there are women that they, they, not, they never move by nothing. 
Every day. It's monotone. It's monotone. But I go to the gym, I come, nothing. Boudin. I go and run, nothing. <laughs> I wear this suit, nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't wear a suit, nothing. <laughs> like, what is it? Like, at least show that you, you actually desire me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very important. It goes a long way. Mm-hmm. It goes a long way. So, mm-hmm. preparation, girls, is part of the things that you need to now also work on. And we deal with that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But... You need to build up his self-esteem. So men need that. And so men, one thing that this generation has to learn how to do, even though men have been told to be quiet all this Mm. time, now we're raising up a generation where you are now more verbal. And so men desire that. And so a part of the masculine respect and understanding the masculine bravado is to be able to tell them that. In my case, for a pastor... It's very important for me to always let my husband know his word was powerful. Mm -hmm. Because there are many, many first ladies who will never tell their husbands. It's just like, "Mm, you finish, let's go home. You know, and I'm I'm in the position so I can attest for that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It goes so much. Most of the time, only person I really need to hear from is her. Mm -hmm. Bam. Bam. And so, if I'm preaching and she's the kids are bothering, she don't pay attention, she don't know what I was preaching after, yeah. like, I'm like, man, she didn't even get to hear my message. And I'll go back and listen to it and you I'll make I mean? sure I let him know that, babe, that was powerful. Jeez, you are anointed, right? You know, it goes a long way yeah. that you actually want to hear from your wife. Yes. And everybody can come and tell you, <laughs> but you want to hear that, okay, the woman that is in my life actually respect my ministry. My ministry. And, yep. and it goes a long way. You mm-hmm. want your wife to be your first. Church member, yes, in a yes, sense, yes. Jalisha, tell me I'm cute too. Yeah, <laughs> and that I think that's a good way. Like mm-hmm. I said, you want your your wife to be your first church member. Yeah, yeah. like you want her to be so honor first you. Business, the first, first business, everything, because that respect mm-hmm. is everything. And that's why for a rapper. They love the girls that ride for them. Yeah. They love the girls that ride for them. And it's true because that respect, it's just not respecting him mm-hmm. in the house, respect him in his calling. And so and for I me, do love your ministry. yes, for you me, it helps. No, no, no. Let's take a moment. <laughs> do you know that I love your ministry? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, for me, it goes a long way when my wife sits under my ministry. <laughs> And it's blessed by the message that I preach. Trust me, it it, it goes a very long way. Always. I can hear the word from somebody and low-key, I'm like, you can't preach it like Pastor Dominic can preach it. So, right? Yeah. So, yeah, you got to boost up your man. (laughs) So, that's what uh, masculine respect means. And so, for someone else, they were asked the same question. What do you wish women knew about masculine respect? In, in regards to relationship, marriages, um, this is very important. And so those of you who are single or courting someone, this is not necessarily for you now because what that does is it brings about touchiness. So you mm. got to be careful with that. But this is for you to prepare with. Everyone always wants to know how to prepare. This is how you're preparing. Mm. You have advanced knowledge. Mm. And those of us who are in it, if you haven't been doing it, the Lord wants you to know now. And for the men too, the men, you have to make us aware of these things. Mm. And so this question was asked and one man said, how hard it is to really be a man that God created, that God you, created, to be, created you to be. In today's world, marriages are constantly under attack. There is so much that men have to deal with. From doing from the devil sending lustful women mm. to entice your flesh, Jesus. 
trying to balance between being a husband and a father and then dealing with the bills. And this is, I think that that is straight on the point. Mm -hmm. It's so hard to be a man. Mm -hmm. You see, see, we want you guys to know Mm -hmm. we are trying our best, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. We're trying to get to a point, we are trying to be the best man that God created Mm -hmm. us to be. Mm -hmm. That means we are trying to fulfill that purpose. Mm -hmm. On top of that, once you marry, then the last four women are coming your way. Mm-hmm. So that's that's some of the attacks that come along the way mm-hmm. in a man's life. Mm-hmm. And they are there to attack your flesh. Mm-hmm. Now from there, when you have children, mm-hmm. now you have to balance yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's something, especially this is your first time really getting married and there's a child in there now. That you, you have to balance yourself to be a father and also mm-hmm. to be a husband. Mm-hmm. All right? And women also, sometimes they say they have the same issue, balancing of your wife and, mm-hmm. a, and, a, and, a, and also a mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have the same issue. Mm-hmm. We, we do have the same issue as men mm-hmm. that we need to now find the balance. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, when do I become a husband and when do I become a father mm-hmm. or to my children? Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a lot of things that we go through as men. Mm-hmm. And so I, f- I feel like if women understand us, it will help them to be able to help us out more mm-hmm. or not be offended when they are not getting certain attention because we're still trying to figure out how can I be a husband to you and I say at the same time be, be a, a wife, a, a, wife, a, uh, father. a father to my children. You know, because the children are pulling me. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they're taking most of my time as a father. Now, when do I have the time to really recalculate and come back and mm-hmm. just be the pillar for you as a wife as mm-hmm. well? And this is a challenge. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as you go through marriage, you, you learn. But this is something that, you know, I just want to, I believe God wants us to open our eyes mm-hmm. and, and see it. And that this could be an area that men are being challenged. Yeah, and the reason why we chose to do it this way for the men is because it's very important for you to know that you're not the only man going through these thoughts. You're not the only man or husband probably experiencing these things because men don't talk. It usually takes forums like this for you to even discover that your feelings are normal. Mm. You know, it's very, very important. Women, most of the time, they talk. And so you do hear mothers say, it's hard, it's balancing. But you don't really hear men say that the balance for a a father and being a husband, being in my purpose, paying the bills, trying to be the nurturer, the protector all in one. This is also an issue for men. And so men, we're talking to you. The women can listen because it relates to how they will relate to you. But men, you have to know what you're getting yourself into. And and the amazing part is that mm-hmm. we have been trained not to complain. Who are you complaining mm-hmm. to here? Mm-hmm. Because it's easy for the wife to come and cry on your mm-hmm. shoulder. Mm-hmm. You, you know, but who is the man co- going to cry on? Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. And these are some of the challenges that men are going through mm-hmm. every day. But there's nobody to go and mm-hmm. talk to about it or mm-hmm. cry or to. You can't go to your wife and cry, baby. Mm-hmm. You know, da, da, da. no. Uh, but you know, the women have at least that leeway mm-hmm. to be able to cry on your shoulder for a little bit, make you feel guilty for a mm-hmm. little bit. But men mm-hmm. cannot. And since some of these things, it's good to expose it for women mm-hmm. to know that yeah, my husband is actually going through stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a man was asked, "How can we show it? Um, how can women show?" Um, the respect. How can we honor you in that way to make you feel respected? And what he said is just make me feel special. Mm. Give me some personal time from time to time. It's needed for our growth and for sex. Men can never get enough sex. 
And so in this token, we all know men can never get enough sex. And so you have to make them feel... (laughs) You have to make them feel special. You have to make men feel special. Men, you want to feel special. Therefore, give us the opportunity to make you feel special. Because most men, when it comes to something like anniversaries and stuff, and you say, babe, I want to do something today. It's so so weird for us. I don't know what it is, but (laughs) I remember when you try to buy me stuff yeah. When we were going to uh, when at the airport, I'm mm-hmm. like, why? Why like? Because you as a man feel like okay. I was trying to trick or treat. Yes, <laughs> he and I'm not comfortable with receiving that kind of <laughs> higher treatment. Like she'd want to buy the most expensive thing out there. I'm like, wait, wait, wait what's going on here? You know what I mean? But I, I think it works. You know, sometimes you need to treat your man, mm-hmm. make him feel like he's the king, mm-hmm. even when it comes to the way you serve him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that it should be served as serving a king. I remember we were listening to a man of God in Ghana. He said that one day he went to his house and said, he told his wife, mm-hmm. he said, babe or oh, honey, mm-hmm. uh, serve me as a king today. Mm-hmm. I want to be served as a king. Mm-hmm. Like he, he told his wife, and I'm sure that the wife went in the kitchen and did some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And the place that actually probably she served him in mm-hmm. was ni- the nicest place in the house. Mm-hmm. And, and you make him feel like that within the house. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the way that our parents used to serve our fathers. I was just about to touch yeah. on that. So one thing about the male bravado is that you also have to make sure that in making him feel special, you have to make sure you exalt him in front of people. It's very important for the male ego. And so one thing that I do that I learned from my own mom is even when serving my husband, I'll put all the meat on his, on his plate. And that makes him know that he's not getting the same treatment as everyone. He gets served first because the the idea behind that is he's worked for this house and this wife and all of this stuff. If I'm serving everyone else like him, that he doesn't feel special. Mm. And so it's very important that one, he knows that he gets his plate first Mm -hmm. if he's ready to eat. Mm -hmm. He gets the most meat. He gets the most food. Mm. These things are very important. You may think it's trivial, but it makes the marriage work. It grows the love for the, 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 the husband to the wife. And so the more he loves me, the more I want to do to respect him. And the more I respect him, he wants to love me more. And it keeps going back and forth and it becomes a cycle. It becomes a cycle. And so it's very important that we catch on to this as married women and to be married women. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's so true. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know back in the day, you know, you see that, oh, your, this is the cup that your mm-hmm. father drinks in. Mm-hmm. Nobody touched that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the plate. Like, mm-hmm. when you know that, okay, mm-hmm. there's some kind of, mm-hmm. you know, the, the mother has made mm-hmm. the husband mm-hmm. plate everything special. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, mm-hmm. don't come here and touch your father's mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so those are the things that we need to put in place in our marriages mm-hmm. to make the man mm-hmm. feel like he's special. Mm-hmm. You're treating him mm-hmm. as the king that he is in the Lord. Yes. And one person, too, asked, um, they were asked the same question. And they said, she should give me the grace to make mistakes. I'm already hard on myself. And I don't need you to be hard on me, too. Mm. And so this, when, when Pastor and I were talking about it, it's twofold. Because when you make a mistake, 
right? You as the man having the godly bravado, right? You now have to be able to humble yourself to your wife and say that, I think I fell short. Mm -hmm. This is where your wife now doesn't drag you on the floor, but she says, honey, it's okay. Mm. We got this together. Mm -hmm. But if she comes into the situation and she's dragging you, if she comes into the situation making it worse, she's disrespecting you. Yeah. And so women, you have to know that you are disrespecting her, um, him, when you start to drag him too much. Mm. When you start to, uh, what is it? Make light of his mistakes more than his praises. That's mm. what we talked about yesterday. And so many of you are asking, why didn't that relationship work? Why didn't that marriage work? I, chances are you probably did not go to the guidelines in the Bible, which are a lot of these things, to honor and to respect your husband. It's a need for them. Mm. And so if you want to understand the man, if you want to understand who you are about to marry, you need to know that respect is a need for that person. You know, uh, I remember we went to Ghana uh, and then the man of God was sharing the story mm -hmm. about his wife. Mm -hmm. He said he went and bought a land, mm -hmm. a piece of land. Mm -hmm. um, and before he made that decision, he spoke to his wife. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the wife said, you know what? I'm not in agreement with you buying this mm -hmm. land. Mm -hmm. But if you make that decision, mm -hmm. I'm going to just support you. Mm -hmm. So that was two-way street now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he knows the wife is not in agreement. Mm -hmm. But if you make that decision and you mess up, he said, if she's saying, okay, I will support you if that, you were mine. I'm going to support mm -hmm. you. But I don't think that I'm released for you to buy the mm -hmm. land. Now, he said that he went ahead and he bought the land and the issues came around the land. Mm -hmm. All right? But one thing that his wife never did was to use that against him. Mm -hmm. and it actually helped him to be able to now fight to fix whatever it needs to, needed to be fixed because nowadays now at that time he didn't have to deal with the wife mm -hmm. at home mm -hmm. and go and deal with those people mm -hmm. out there mm -hmm. he actually had the support of his wife so as a woman sometimes you can disagree but if your husband makes certain decision that um you can also show some kind of okay i told you so but not to don't not to drag it so much because sometimes they have the right intention they want to actually help the family but maybe mm -hmm. you know they, they have to sometimes you have to allow them mm -hmm. to make those mistakes mm -hmm. to learn from it mm -hmm. and able to trust you next time when you tell them no but every time they do something little you're gonna drag it mm -hmm. and you're gonna remind them 1965 remember you did the same thing mm -hmm. 1945 <laughs> the same thing mm -hmm. and then you keep reminding every mistake that mm -hmm. you are doing Mm -hmm. it, it actually weakened them as men mm -hmm. because they don't feel like they have the support of their wife mm -hmm. and therefore they will not push to build up whatever they need to build for their family. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the support is very, very needed. Very, 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 very needed. Mm -hmm. And the more you stay in marriage, the more you understand these things. And I'm not saying that the man should take advantage of that. The man should be able to explain to the wife and mm -hmm. uh, let the wife know that he's filled remorseful because you, you, yeah, you went and spent the whole the family money or you went and did some investment didn't go well. Show me that you feel remorseful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I can at least talk to you for a little bit. But from then, I can at least support you and help you to come out of it. Mm -hmm. Rather than just being on you all every time. you know. And so you can take from this that the male bravado, it, it loves praises. It loves security. It loves to be cherished. It loves to be given the grace to make mistakes. It loves the grace to be attentive 
attended to and to be attentive for. And what do I mean by that? There are some times where I know my husband is serious about something and I have to put my phone down in this area or this era of Instagram and social media. And many of you probably now are watching and you are texting uncontrollably because that is what this era is. What if you're watching with your husband and he's taking a lot from this and he's trusting God that God will touch you in this <laughs> seminar, but you busy paying no attention. Paying no attention. That's a sign of disrespect too, yeah. you know. And so you got to be attentive. The male bravado likes attention and for you to be attentive. And so, man, man, you have to also identify, is my wife attentive to me? If she's not, I need to now communicate that to her that I need you to be attentive to me. You know, even for us, I think, you know, let me give some example. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we do inv- we invest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we invest in the market mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think I made an investment. Mm-hmm. And then later on, I told you that the investment was going down. <laughs> but... <laughs> we were losing a lot of the money here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was going down, but I kind of was like a little worried. So I told mm-hmm. my wife, listen, babe, I don't know. This thing is going down. But one thing she did is she showed, she showed support. Mm-hmm. She did not, she did not panic. Mm-hmm. She said, you know what? Maybe we should hold it. Maybe it will come up again. Mm-hmm. That for me was a sense of support mm-hmm. that my wife is really interested in what I'm doing for the family mm-hmm. and is in support of it. Now, if it was somebody else, probably like, huh, you take our money and look at it. And then you create this whole thing, and then I go and take the money out, and then we lose money. Mm-hmm. But when I waited, the, mark, the, the thing came back again, mm-hmm. and now we're able to get make our money even more mm-hmm. than what we put in. So um, I think it, it goes a and long way. And that's the same thing with even being laid off. Yeah, yeah. The reaction of the woman can actually put a hole in his confidence. Mm. It can gut him to his knees or it can build him to be the king. That's true. And actually look for a job right the day after. Yeah. Yeah. The response that you give as a woman is very important. And so that's why you have to understand what respect is. Because if if he gets laid off and you're like, oh, what (laughs) what kind of degree did you go and get? And we about to do this and look at you. We have no money. And you are adding to his stress. Your marriage is going to fail. The worst thing is you come home, you get laid off, you come to tell your wife, and she give you like, oh, mm-hmm. not again. Yes. If you get those kind of looks, you know you are done as a mm-hmm. man. It actually, uh, it, it, it just killed everything in you as a man. It makes you feel like you're a failure. Mm-hmm. There's no sense of support from your wife. You know, we need, we, we, uh, men need that. I mean, we need the support of our wives. It shows mm-hmm. respect. Mm-hmm. It shows that they are with us. Mm-hmm. It shows that they are willing to go through the fire with us. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. And so it's very important. Someone said compromising is a symbol of respect for both parties. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that in this day and age, we have to understand that submitting does not mean you lose your voting rights in marriage. Mm-hmm. That's very important for you to understand that submitting does not mean you lose your voting rights, that only your husband gets to decide, only he does this, you are dumb, you are weak, you are this. No. Men, you have a responsibility to lead. You have a responsibility to lead in God. What does that look like? That means that, yes, I I'm, I want to make a decision, but let me show her love by bringing her in. Mm. 
And so the male bravado, if you're understanding yourself as a male, you have to now understand that you have to have the hard conversation sometimes. Mm -hmm. You have to be the one in marriage sometimes that says, listen, we're both wrong. I want us to sit down and I'll apologize to you. Sometimes the male bravado, you see, the innate being of a male is aggression, it's hunting, it's to be the one that covers. And so if you are a man who approaches situations like females, that is a cause for concern. And that causes your wife to now see you as another female. Mm. And so if you have, uh, if you are a male, you are required by the laws in the Bible and of human nature to be the one who always steps up most of the time. Yes, there will be time where you do portray a side of you that's soft and you don't feel like arguing and your wife might have to be the aggressor at times. But majority of the time, you have a responsibility as a man to innately stand up with your spine up straight and stand up for your family and have certain conversations that is very hard for <laughs> everyone to have. Like I said, at the end of the day, you are responsible. Exactly. And so if you're not going to, if that thing is being, mm -hmm. the marriage is being destroyed, mm -hmm. you're going to keep quiet. Mm -hmm. It will keep going. Yeah, wayward. Wayward. And mm -hmm. then by the time you realize you don't have any marriage. Mm -hmm. And so men, we can't be quiet. Mm -hmm. We got to step it up. And if things are not going well, you have every right as a man to, to have a family meeting, mm -hmm. mm, to sit down good. with your wife. Let's talk about it. What is it that is going yeah, on? That's good. You need to take that responsibility. And women, please allow your man to be that man. Mm -hmm. When he calls for that meeting, respect him in that mm. area and really sit down and talk if you care for the marriage. That's my one. That is if you care to be married. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't care, you know that it's, it's just a matter of time. The thing will just be dissolved. Yeah. And so another thing about the male bravado is you guys have to be strong. You guys have a responsibility to be strong. In marriage, you have to be strong. Many times, yes, it's okay for you to lay on your wife and just, you know, vent. But in the event that it's a situation like COVID and everyone is panicking, you are the one who is required to stand up tall for your woman, to stand up tall for your family. And so if we're talking about the male bravado today, you have to understand that you have a responsibility hmm. to keep your house. Husband, it's house banned. You keep your house together. Mm. You band your house you ban together. Your house. And it's so true. Like... You know, in our, in our dialect, they say that when a gun is shot, it hit the chest mm -hmm. of a man. Mm -hmm. In our tree line dialect, but mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that is that is man. Like mm -hmm. you, you gotta be the one that get hit mm -hmm. when things. You gotta be the one in charge. Mm -hmm. Be the one that will take that kind of uh, responsibility to make sure that everything is going well for your husband, for your for your house. So, what about a man who has never had responsibility before and is entering into marriage? What advice do you have for them? Um, or has or is in marriage, and for the first time they're hearing that whoa, family meeting. What are you talking about? A family yes, meeting? that a man was a man that was not prepared, mm. and so by the mercies of God, hopefully mm -hmm. they can learn at the at the job. Mm -hmm. You see, there are people that learn at the job, mm -hmm. and so for them they have to go through the pains, the growing pains. Mm -hmm. So with your wife and you, it will, you'll go through the growing the growing mm -hmm. pains, mm -hmm. and you learn from your mistakes mm -hmm. in the marriage. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so, it, it, at least you are in there now. You are in the field. Mm -hmm. It's like an, a soldier that's already in the field. Mm -hmm. You're gonna have to learn very quick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, for such a man, I think having come into such you know series, 
uh, marriage seminars and all those things, reading books can help you mm -hmm. to know your place in the marriage. Do you think men need mentors? Definitely. A man always needs a mentor. Mm -hmm. uh, the reason why our society is dying out because there's no mentors. Mm -hmm. Even when it comes to ministry, mm -hmm. we, we've seen the decline of mentorship mm -hmm. when it comes to even the things of God. Mm -hmm. And the world right now, men don't have any examples to look at. Mm -hmm. You have many men that are marrying for the first time. They're marrying, mm -hmm. and they have nobody to look up to to see that, okay, this is how marriage even looks like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so they, they are very... Um, they are very blinded, but, but they just want to get into marriage. They, they, they say, oh, uh, a woman, I, I like her, and I just married her. They don't understand why God created marriage. They don't know what a woman will be there for them. Mm -hmm. And so with such marriage, you realize that there will be a lot of struggle mm -hmm. within the marriage. Mm -hmm. And if they, are no, if they are both not godly, even I've seen godly men that say, you know what, I can't take it anymore. Mm -hmm. And so preparation is very important because if you don't prepare, you will never last. So the stresses that men go through, the stresses that men go through, how can they deal with it if it's coming on? For example, you, for instance, we got married, then we had a baby, then we started a ministry. I know for a fact that was a lot of stresses on you. As for me as well, too, mm -hmm. but as a man, you're expected to, you know, not voice that too much. Mm -hmm. But me as a wife, I knew that it was stressful situations mm -hmm. because you're now learning how to be a husband. You're now learning how to be a father. Mm -hmm. And now you're now learning how to lead a whole church. Mm -hmm. So how and what kind of advice do you give to someone who is in your position? I think for me, and I, I learned how to, to communicate that with you. Mm -hmm. Because most of the time, the pressure you feel like is coming from the wife, mm -hmm. right? Because the expectation that the wife has mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. Now, you are being pressured by what is mm -hmm. presented to you as mm -hmm. a husband. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, when you feel like your wife is being frustrated, mm -hmm. the best thing to do is to communicate that mm -hmm. with her. Because in your mind, you may feel like I'm neglecting you mm -hmm. because I'm too consumed with something else, mm -hmm. which is the children and every other thing that comes with mm -hmm. them in there. But... I wasn't maybe paying attention to you. Mm -hmm. So for me, the best thing that happened is that I was able to communicate that mm -hmm. to you. And you also told me what you felt. Mm -hmm. you know. And so in that way, the person that I'm supposed to be the husband to has already, I've been able to communicate that to. So it helps me to relieve that stress mm -hmm. that my wife know what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. But so it goes back to the, the person you chose. They chose. Can make this a miserable situation for yes. you or a good situation yes. for you. Yes. So communication is the key. Mm -hmm. You know, because most of the time, although mentorship is good in certain areas, mm -hmm. not everything that you should be taking outside of marriage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right? Not everything, even good, good mentors will say, I don't want to hear everything. Mm -hmm. Unless mm -hmm. it's at the point where you feel like the marriage is about to be mm -hmm. destroyed. Mm -hmm. Then maybe you need people to come in. Mm -hmm. But there are things that you need to learn how to communicate mm -hmm. with your wife mm -hmm. about as a man. You have that responsibility to make sure that the person that you are with, you are, because it's all about understanding. Mm -hmm. If my wife can understand what I'm feeling right now, mm -hmm. it will ease the pressure. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. And the tension in the house will be very much better. Mm -hmm. Because if I come and my wife is happy, men want to see their wives happy. Mm -hmm. If I come and she's moody, it messes up everything. Mm -hmm. And so you, you want to communicate that to the wife and let her know how, what you are going through and how you are doing your best okay. you know, to fix it. And so a few things. Men should expect challenges. Oh, yes. 
I think um, you need to speak a bit on that. That as a man, I know that there's many men who experience challenges and they're like, oh no, this girl is not the girl for me. Oh no, I wasn't supposed to go into this job. Oh, I just got laid off. This is too much for me. And they fold. Mm. And so how are men, as we are in this context of the male bravado, we're talking about the things that are expected of the man, how do men um, face challenges? How we face challenges. I a think godly man. A godly man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one thing that as men you need to understand that once you marry a woman, no matter how anointed they are, and I have a very anointed woman, mm-hmm. uh, they are still women. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to deal with certain kind of emotions that comes with being a woman. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. God made it that way. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to have to deal with that. So one of the things that you need to do is learn how to deal with the emotions without mm-hmm. you getting mad. And yesterday, mm-hmm. I, I mentioned how to get your point across without you yelling mm-hmm. or without you being angry. And that is very, very important. Mm-hmm. Learning how to deal with the emotions that come with a woman. Mm-hmm. That is the ability to manage her emotions is very, very important. Mm-hmm. All right? Sometimes she will need you to be there. And you have to be there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she will need you to be quiet. You have to be quiet. Mm-hmm. You learn how to deal with her emotions mm-hmm. because she is an emotional being. She will mm-hmm. be emotional. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. And so those are the one that some, some of the challenges that come in marriage because for us men, we've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, I give you everything. I provide everything. Why are you not happy? Mm-hmm. And we don't understand why you are not happy. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't understand. So it's a challenge for us because every man wants to be able to please his wife. Mm-hmm. And so if it's not happening, it becomes a challenge thing to him. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, what is going on? What am I, what, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And so those are challenges that come in marriage. As, you know, when you are married to a woman, it comes with it. That you got to learn how to manage her emotions mm-hmm. and be there for her to help her to get through all those emotional roller coasters that comes with it. Okay. And we're going to end, we're ending, we're wrapping things up. But I want to ask you that in this whole light, in in light of this whole male bravado situation, where we know that men are the aggressors, Mm. men are the hunters, what do you have to say to womanizers? Men who womanize women. Because there's some people who are even in God, they're not truly in the presence, <laughs> but they call themselves Christians, mm. but they womanize women. They're womanizers. They go from woman to woman, womanizing them, breaking their hearts, taking their money, messing with them, doing all sorts of things, and then they come and lift up their hands in church. What do you have to say to I a womanizer? I think every womanizer has an inner issue. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, you talked about the woman that was trying to fill a void. Mm-hmm. And the same vice versa, it happens to men. Mm-hmm. That woman was trying with men to fill some void. Mm. But that is the same thing that men that are womanizers do. Mm-hmm. They, there's a void they, are, they, they, they want to fill. Mm-hmm. And they feel like a woman can be the one to fill mm-hmm. it. So they try this one, it doesn't work. They try that one, they try it. And that void can only be filled by Christ. Mm-hmm. But they want it to be filled by a woman. Mm-hmm. And so you say, what you said was like a circle thing you try to put a square in or mm-hmm. a square in a circle, you know, those things. And so we, as a man, I think it's not normal for a man just, um, a godly man to be mm-hmm. a womanizer. That means there's something that is inner, there's an deeply inner, wrong. deeply wrong with that mm-hmm. person that they need counseling mm-hmm. and also may need deliverance on. Okay. Yeah. And, and then, also, I mean, as a man, mm-hmm. sleeping around too much, if you understand the spiritual implication, mm-hmm. You're basically selling your destiny. Mm-hmm. 
Every time you release a sperm to somebody you are not married to, yeah, you are releasing part of yourself mm -hmm. to that person. Many destinies are being sold for sex. Mm -hmm. If the enemy wants to destroy your destiny, which is your purpose, your future, the vision that you're supposed to have, if the enemy wants to take it away from you, he can take it away through sex with somebody you are not married to. Mm -hmm. sex, was, sex was made for a marriage atmosphere. Mm -hmm. If you are not married with some, to somebody, you cannot have sex with that mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. All right? And so it, when you are having sex outside marriage, the enemy takes over you mm. because you disobey the Lord. Mm -hmm. And anytime we disobey the Lord, the serpent will bite us. Mm. He said, when you break the head, the serpent will bite. Mm -hmm. So you keep having sex. You have sex, sex with Sister A, Sister B, Sister C, Sister C. All of them, the enemy is taking something out of mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. And so by the time you are ready for marriage, you don't have a vision. Because mm -hmm. um, it's been taken from Sister, Sister A. A, yep. Mm -hmm. um, and you don't have any desire for your life. Sister B took that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? You don't have no money. Sister C took that. Yeah. And, and you see that you begin to struggle, and mm -hmm. you know because of all the women that you slept with. So mm -hmm. you try to keep to yourself mm -hmm. because your sperm can make another human being. It's that precious. Mm -hmm. So don't give it away to anybody because anytime you release, that is the strongest part of you. Mm -hmm. And because one thing that Jacob said, he said that Reuben, thou art my firstborn, my son. He said that you are the beginning of my strength. So anytime we are releasing sperm, we are releasing our strength. Do you want your strength to be carried by a woman? Mm -hmm. All right? And not just physical. There are spiritual implications. Mm -hmm. your, your purpose, your goals, your, your, your breakthroughs mm -hmm. are being released mm -hmm. anytime you are doing it. Mm -hmm. And so womanizers mm -hmm. uh, needs help. Mm -hmm. It's not normal. It's, it's the person needs help. And it's a sign that God is not in them. Because God is in you, he will warn you what, what you're about you're to do. What if you're married to a womanizer? Well, you should have checked before, but that's number one. <laughs> you should have really did your due diligence before you married him. Mm -hmm. And maybe some of you, that person maybe married him uh, because they, they disobey God. That means God told you not to and you went ahead. It mm -hmm. comes with a price. Mm -hmm. And that will come with a price. No matter what, you have to pay some price of heartaches and some uh, kind of abuse emotionally mm -hmm. because that's the nature of the person you marry. And you knew it. Don't try to say that you didn't know that he was a womanizer. Mm -hmm. You will know it. Because that. deep call it onto deep. You will know that my husband is a womanizer. Mm -hmm. And you and will hear stories, to. but you will choose to go ahead. And most women do that because they feel desperate. Mm -hmm. And so they will just accept any kind of marriage. No, no marriage, marriage is not a wedding. Mm -hmm. the, wedding is, <laughs> the wedding is one day. The marriage begins after the wedding. Mm -hmm. The marriage begins after the wedding. That's where reality hits you. Would I be able to deal with this kind of thing? Where you are there and you're always worrying about where your, phone, where your husband's phone is. Mm -hmm. You're always worrying who is texting him. Mm -hmm. and, and you get a high, high blood pressure. You will die before your time. Mm -hmm. Worrying about him. There's no sense of peace. And you want to keep uh, like a, uh, a tap on him, like you, you want to put like a, a, a GPS device in his, in his car and in, in his phone so that you know where he is mm -hmm. all the time. You're always worried. What is he doing? Who is he talking to? That is heartache. You don't need it. Mm -hmm. You can't do that. You can only do it for maybe a year or two or three. After three years, you're, you, stressed. you're ready to go. Yeah. You're like, you know what? I can't take it anymore. Mm -hmm. It's not worth it. So make sure that you marry somebody who is godly. Who at least God can warn, like, listen, you can't do this. Mm -hmm. And, and it's better that way. And last two things, and then we're wrapping up. 
um, before you talk about the tangible ways that men can prepare, mm-hmm. I want us to also talk about marriages that were not accepted by God. Mm. Because what happens sometimes is your marriage was never accepted in heaven. Mm. You never consulted God. You never asked God about anything. And so now all of a sudden things are going astray and you are saying to God, why would you let this happen to me? But the question is, did God ever accept your marriage? Was your marriage ever written in heaven that these two are together? Or was it still in the flesh? Yeah. I think, you know... (laughs) His Bible said that what 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 to what what God has put together, let no man put asunder. Mm-hmm. So there are marriages that God is the one that brings it together. Mm-hmm. That means that you consulted God, He gave you the green light mm-hmm. to go ahead, mm-hmm. and then you went ahead, and the Lord blessed it. Mm-hmm. He blessed it, and then mm-hmm. everything was done according mm-hmm. to how God wants it to mm-hmm. done. Those kind of marriages, the Lord is the one that mm-hmm. brought it together. Mm-hmm. And there are some marriages that before you even get into it, you have already disobeyed the Lord. Mm-hmm. All right. Sex. Sex before marriage. Mm-hmm. A lot of sex. A lot of sex before marriage. No repenting. No repenting. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of cheating. Cheating. You already opened doors by cheating on the person that you are supposed to marry. All right? So you went and slept with somebody while you were dating this person to marry him mm-hmm. or her. Mm-hmm. Um, you already opened those kind of doors. Mm-hmm. And so for such marriage, God never saw as something that he wanted to put together mm-hmm. because you, dis- you, you disobeyed him. All right, mm-hmm. and so for that, those kind of marriages, it doesn't last mm-hmm. because doors have already been opened where the enemy can hit at any time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Jesus said something. He said that the prince of this world is coming, but he has nothing, nothing in me. In me. Mm-hmm. If the enemy has already planted uh, um, adultery in the marriage from the beginning, mm-hmm. it will come back again mm-hmm. and it will come and destroy it. Mm-hmm. And so, what you want to do is to make sure that the person you are about to marry. Right, the person mm-hmm. about to marry mm-hmm. is um, um, is godly. Mm-hmm. That, that that is the key. Mm-hmm. It, it helps. Mm-hmm. It helps that we don't open certain doors mm-hmm. uh, because if it's not the person is not godly, God will never bring that person together mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. And so those marriages sometimes God doesn't even recognize in heaven. And so you talking about if I get a divorce, God gonna be mad. God, is God like, said, I, I never know. saw that. As, I saw that as fornication. Yeah. Like literally, I saw that as fornication. Mm -hmm. And so I'm a visual person. And so a visual representation of what we're saying is that every time you get into a marriage, you become a house, a house with walls, a house with proper windows, a house with a solid foundation. You become a house. Now, the minute you have sex outside, the minute you are fondling his, his private areas or her breast, what's happening now is that when you do become quote unquote married, You have a house, but there's cracks in the walls, there's no windows, the foundation is shaken, and there's air coming in. Mm. Air meaning other men, other women, demons, all types of spiritual things, and you never repented, and you guys thought because you didn't get pregnant, you know, nobody would find out. And so you realize you have this house, and all of a sudden, financially, things are going poor for you. That's because your window was open. Someone was able to come and steal your money. Um, Now, all of a sudden, you realize that things are not moving right. That's because your foundation has a crack and Mm. it's able to swallow all the goodness that comes with Mm. marriage. Mm. You realize that perhaps um, I'm suffering in childbearing. 
Um, that's because you probably violated some laws. We mm. don't like to talk about these things. But if we're talking about marriage, and this is a marriage series, let's talk about it. Do not violate the principles in which you have to marry by and then ask God, why is this happening to you? Because many times when we ask people, um, you know, uh, my finances aren't working, my this isn't working, we're struggling having children, this and that and that. And we ask them, did you guys sleep together? All of a sudden, everyone gets quiet. Because the truth of the matter is that you became a house that was already messed up. The foundation was shaken. There's no windows. There's no doors. There's no locks. And so the enemy has free course to come in and out your house all the time. So you got to be careful. That's why repentance is needed. Mm -hmm. Now, if you've already done it, you can repent mm -hmm. and say, you know what? Lord, forgive us. We will not do it again. Mm -hmm. And God will honor that. And mm -hmm. God will answer that prayer mm -hmm. and still protect you. Uh, but if you keep doing it and thinking that it's okay, it's the door that you are opening that mm -hmm. even it wouldn't you you would you wouldn't have to deal with God, you would deal with the devil on mm -hmm. that one. Mm -hmm. You know. So uh Satan is no mercy. Amen. God will show you mercy, the devil will not. So you don't want Satan to show up at your door it's like I'm ready to take what belongs to me in yeah. this house. Yeah. And so last question, how does we always talk about women preparing for marriage? How does a man prepare for marriage? Um I mean, physically, as a man, you need to learn how to clean yourself, mm -hmm. right? So, uh, because marriage, you are, remember, you are bringing somebody into to come and live in your house. Mm -hmm. So, the first thing is learn how to clean after yourself, mm -hmm. all right? Mm -hmm. make, it a, make it a welcoming place for the woman to be able to come in. No dirty, dirty No men. dirty men, no... Body odor. Body odor. Make sure you are showering. <laughs> Stinky right? socks. Make sure you put Poopy in your... drawers. Yes. Yeah, you know, those things, uh, it's nasty. You don't want to do that, right? Nasty. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Um, learn how to clean those kind of, make your environment more welcoming. Adam was required to be responsible. Responsible. Mm -hmm. So you make sure you are taking care of all those things. Mm -hmm. uh, make sure you are also building your self-esteem. It's very mm -hmm. important for women mm -hmm. that we, we, if it's going to the gym mm -hmm. to feel buffed up, make you feel good about yourself, mm -hmm. why don't you do it? Mm -hmm. Get into the gym. Feel good, have some kind of confidence as a man. Self-esteem self is very, very important mm -hmm. uh, because no woman wants a man with no self-esteem. Mm -hmm. You want a man who's mm -hmm. like, yeah, he's a man. Mm -hmm. He believes in himself that he's a man. Mm -hmm. um, and so those physical things are very good. You know, learn how to cut your hair so that you can look good for your woman. That should be a, a nature, mm -hmm. right? That you, you, you learn to do that, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know. Learning to brush your teeth very well. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's true. <laughs> you know, those little things count mm -hmm. for women. Mm -hmm. I think we, we should start looking good for the women that we will be mm -hmm. with. Mm -hmm. uh, learn how to dress well. I mm -hmm. think women like a man that know how to dress. Mm -hmm. right. And even if you don't, be very open to your wife telling you. Because I know a few people who they couldn't tell their husbands that I don't like the way you dress. I don't like what you're wearing. And one of our jobs is to be able to help them because they have to look good for us anyway. Yeah. So. yeah. And so those things, the little things that you can do, learn how to smell good. Start, start buying some colognes and use some deodorants, you know. You know, because the, the woman wants to smell you. They want to have, they, they want their man to smell good. So these are physical things that I'm dealing with. Mm -hmm. Use deodorant, mm -hmm. you know, make sure that you have one. Mm -hmm. uh, don't be carrying your <laughs> body odor around. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> that's good. And so those things, once those things are in place, mm -hmm. the next thing is that you got to now take care, be, be more responsible. Mm -hmm. Lay the foundation of, of responsibility, of mm -hmm. sacrificing. 
And so the best thing for you as a man, the best training is for you to be able to live on your own. Mm-hmm. All right? So live, move out from your parents' house. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. Learn how to take care of bills. Mm-hmm. That's very important. Mm-hmm. Learn how to pay your own, um, your own light bills, mm-hmm. cable bills, mm-hmm. uh, rents. You're preaching good, you know, man of God. <laughs> <laughs> rents. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the bills that you have, and then learn how mm-hmm. to be the one that pays it. Mm-hmm. It bills you up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's, that is that is very actually very very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, I realized that I learned I, I learned how to, I learned how to be to pay bills. Mm-hmm. When I first got out of college, mm-hmm. I was paying five hundred dollars for mm-hmm. for rent, and mm-hmm. then moved to nine something, and mm-hmm. then moved to fifteen some twelve something to fifteen something, and then to a whole house. So God was paid off paid Woo! off the whole house. Yes, God was literally building me up, mm-hmm. and so when my wife came on board, it was never a struggle. Mm-hmm. So most of the men that want, oh, let's do half and half. That's because you wasn't doing it by yourself. You wasn't doing it by yourself. So for you, it's something new. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You understand? So uh, it's better to build up to it. So by the time the woman comes, you're already Mm -hmm. taking care of that. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't move at a dime. It's like, okay, I was paying the rent anyway, Mm -hmm. so I don't... Mm-hmm. It's okay. I was taking care of these bills. This goes back to managing, as yes. someone said. You manage well so that mm-hmm. when the woman comes, she can say, wow, mm-hmm. I do have a leader. Mm-hmm. And so I can submit to her his leadership. He mm-hmm. knows how to take care of these mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes the bills that I pay, my wife don't know a dime. She don't, she don't know how I do it. Because for her, she's not going to trust that to me, that my husband take care of these things. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to worry about mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? But she used to take care of her own bills. But when she came... I had to manage these things to, to, to make her feel like, okay, I'm a leader in these areas. Because I got man. 50, 11 kids. So. Yes. And you as a woman shouldn't be worrying about the bills mm-hmm. if the man is in the house. Mm-hmm. This is some of your responsibility as a man. Mm-hmm. You provide the environment for your wife and your children to grow. Mm-hmm. And so it's your responsibility to pay all the bills in the house. Mm-hmm. Take that responsibility. Don't, don't be putting that pressure on the woman. I bring 50. I bring 50. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the bills should be paid mm-hmm. as our bills we are paying. Mm-hmm. So one of the ways to manage is that to make the, the household finance as one. Mm-hmm. We are two people who are becoming one, so our mm-hmm. finances should also become one. Mm-hmm. And so whatever comes in the house, you as a man take that responsibility to make sure that this bill is paid, this bill is paid, mm-hmm. this bill is paid, this bill is paid. Don't sit there and they come and cut the water bill, mm-hmm. they come and cut the, the electric bill mm-hmm. because you didn't pay it, because you were not mm-hmm. responsible enough to mm-hmm. pay those bills. Although you may even have the money, but because of your lack of responsibility, you, you don't pay it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And these things, you may think that oh, it's normal. No, a lot of men don't know how to pay bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you as a woman will be sitting there, why is the cable not working? <laughs> why is the water not coming? Why the electric is cut off? <laughs> why well, I got a perm in my hair and there's no water? In you the see? You're going to have a bald wife. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, <laughs> so if you... <laughs> Woo, you're going to so, be tight if your wife is bald because <laughs> the water don't work. <laughs> and some people will be in the shower and they turn the water on like, boy, there's no water. The water got cut off. Pretty much. And so listen, we need to start taking care of those bills. Yeah. The, the credit card. Mm-hmm. Are we getting uh, late payments? Like, mm-hmm. are you taking care of those things? Mm-hmm. You may think that it happens, but it doesn't happen with some marriages. Yeah. <laughs> where the, every time there's a late payment. Every time, every time our account is over, nobody's checking anything. Yeah. Somebody got to take that responsibility. And I think that responsibility is the responsibility of a man mm-hmm. to make sure that those things are being paid. 
And so when you start by yourself, it helps you to do it when the woman comes. It will not bring a problem in the marriage. One of the things that you want to do is not to bring a problem into the marriage mm -hmm. because of you, you, you fail to learn when you were single. Mm -hmm. And so I think that is a key. Taking care of those kind of responsibilities, and we don't and expect you to be at level ten. No, we don't, and a woman shouldn't expect you. You shouldn't, women. You should not expect him to be at level ten. White teeth, perfectly dressed to the nines. That's where we come in, and so he shouldn't be going to get his toes mm. done anyway. He shouldn't be whitening his teeth if that's not who he was anyway. Those ones we don't do anyway. Yeah, when you come in, that's when you're like, babe, let's go. We got to do this, this, and this. And he's like, okay, you're the wife. Let's, let's go. go. Right? Yeah, but at least, you know, making sure that you're keeping yourself. At least somebody that is trying to invite somebody to come into their life, mm -hmm. to marry them. At least look presentable as a man. The way you dress, the way you keep yourself, the way you carry yourself. Mm -hmm. Even around women mm -hmm. and around congregations, especially if you're in a church environment. Mm -hmm. How do you carry yourself? Is it a respectable manner? Mm -hmm. That the woman in the church, would they respect your wife if the wife comes? So those are the things that you start putting in place. At least be respectable as a man. And how you talk to and women. How to, yes. And then the, the, I think that's very important. How to, how to talk to men. How, and also, what do you call it? Sh chivalry. Chivalry. Mm -hmm. No, learn how to open doors for, your, for women. Mm -hmm. And it starts with your sisters. Mm -hmm. It starts with you taking those kind of initiatives, initiatives yeah. even at the, at the house. It started of you serving people, uh, opening doors. Mm -hmm. um, um, you know, those things that you do as a woman, you know, say thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, those things are very, very important that you learn. Uh, taking out the garbage is very, very important. And if you're married, these all yeah. can apply to you as well. If you haven't been doing it and your wife is not satisfied with the marriage and or the way things are going, I believe that once you start picking up the slack and doing these things, um, your marriage will start going a lot better. Mm. Sometimes we make it harder than what it is. Yeah. It's not that deep. Yeah. And so those things goes a long way. Yeah. I mean, learning how to win, I think the best thing for you guys is to learn how to say, tell either your sisters mm -hmm. that they look beautiful when they dress up. Mm -hmm. It will help you to tell your wife. Mm -hmm. And it will go a long way in your marriage. Mm -hmm. And then as a result, you do it for your daughters. Yeah. And your daughters don't grow up with that void of needing several men to tell, tell them, them a whole bunch yeah. of things. So it's a cycle. Whatever you do becomes a cycle. It's yeah. very important. I think it will go a very long way. Mm -hmm. So learn these things. Don't wait. Mm -hmm. Don't wait till you get married. Start practicing these things. Mm -hmm. And also to learn how to have accountability. Mm -hmm. uh, when you go away, mm -hmm. call back. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, you better learn that fast. Mm -hmm. Because it's going to hit you in marriage like, whoa, why is my wife angry because I didn't call? Mm -hmm. Because when you are single, you don't call nobody back. Mm -hmm. You go wherever you're going, and that's yeah, it. Please, yep. But now, and I think that will go for the women as well. Mm -hmm. Learn how to have somebody that you can be accountable for mm -hmm. by calling them. Oh, I'm going to the, I'm going to school. Mm -hmm. When you get to school, call back. Oh, I'm here. Uh, you know, learn th those things because you will need it in marriage. Mm. You will need it. You will need it. It will help so much in your marriage. So, mm -hmm. um, and also, like I said, learn. Make sure that you know your purpose, mm -hmm. and that is is the key. Have a vision for your life, Amen. and it will go. It will help you so much. All right. Amen.
And so today we just wanted you to understand the male bravado. And I hope that we gave you some insight for your marriages. I know there were many questions. I believe we answered those questions in the context of this topic. And so please make sure, you know, after these type of talks, you should go into your secret secret place and really just cry out to God and say that, God, if I've been failing as a husband, please help me do better. Give me the grace to be a good husband. If I'm failing as a man in general, give me the grace to be a better man so I can be a greater husband. You know, these are things that you should be doing. And even for the females, you're also asking God that, Lord, give me the grace to be able to respect my husband in various ways that you talk about in mm. the Bible. You know, give me that grace. Give me that that softness that I need as well. And so, um, yeah, that's it, right? Yeah, and I think also one of the things that I forgot, you as a man need to treat other women that are around you very well. Mm -hmm. Because when your wife come around, he wants to see how you talk to women. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so you may think, oh, these are girls. Mm -hmm. But listen, women, they talk. I, I definitely... Women I, talk. Yeah, and definitely. so if you if you are not in a good standing with the women around you, mm -hmm. you'll be in trouble. Yeah. And it, it, it will speak louder for mm -hmm. another woman. So you make sure that you are respecting the women that are around you, mm -hmm. even at church, make sure you are very respectful, respectable mm -hmm. as a man. Mm -hmm. It will help you when your wife come around, trust yeah. me. And they, actually, the women will like, love your wife because the way you talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very important. People don't know that. And I was even sharing with you back in Buffalo, there was one particular guy, just the way he talked to the women, it just put me off. I was like, and so anytime I got around him, I became masculine mm. because I'm like, you're not about to son me. Mm. Like, mm. I'm a nobody, mm. you know? And so I realized that when a man doesn't know how to talk to a woman, that's when we our masculinity arises. Mm. So if you always want a soft woman, you got to know how to talk to her. Amen. Amen. That was Amen. Good. So today was for the men. Yeah. I believe that it was good for you guys. Yes. I believe you learned a lot. All right. Yes. Yeah. And so we're ending now by the grace of God. Um, um, Pastor, you want to lead us into an <laughs> exit prayer? <laughs> Amen. 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 I believe that it was it was great uh, by God's grace. Listen, if you are listening to us, mm -hmm. and if you are not accepted Christ, all these things will not you will not benefit from this. Yes, Lord. Jesus is the only one that can make you a better wife, better husband. Mm -hmm. And so, if you want to give your life to Christ, I want to give you the opportunity to pray with you right now, mm -hmm. um, so that mm -hmm. um, we can continue with the prayer. I don't want to leave without none without knowing that. that you, you have accepted Christ. So I want to give you that opportunity mm -hmm. to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Mm -hmm. uh, he's the reason why we are here. Mm -hmm. He's the force behind all this. Uh, he's the one that can make a good marriage and also make you a better person. Yes, sir. And so if you are here, you want to give your life to Christ, please type in, I want to give my life to Christ and we will mm -hmm. pray with you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let us pray. Let us pray. Yes. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Yes, Lord. We bless you for everyone. We yes, give you all the, all the praise and all the glory. Yes, Lord. We thank you for your word. We thank you for speaking to us. Yes, Lord. We pray that this word that we have heard, we pray that, Lord, it will go a long way in yes, our lives. Lord. That we will apply it in our marriages yes, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Make us better husbands. Amen. 
and make us better fathers. Yes, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We commit every man that is here today into your hands. We pray that, Lord, you will touch their hearts. Touch their mind. Make them kingdom men. In the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus. We come against the forces of darkness that are contending for them. We command them to take their hands off them. In the name of Jesus Christ. We command men to be released. We release men from the hands of the enemy. We release husbands from the hands of the enemy. And Lord, there may be women here looking for their husband, but their husbands have been hijacked in the realms of the spirit. Mm. I command the release of husbands in the mighty name of Jesus. I command the release of men to take their place as the foundation of their family, to lead their family to you. Father, we thank you for every man. We give you glory. We give you praise. And we honor you. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. We hope you join us tomorrow, God willing, day three. Make sure you invite someone. Uh, We'll let you know the topic tomorrow morning Mm. because it might not be women because I'm really considering Think Pink. Um, I want to save a lot for Think Pink, but we'll see. Don't worry. The Lord will give you more manna. Yeah. The manna. But but I need need Think Pink. I need it to be so lit that people don't even understand like they leave there like whoa so if you don't know we're having our women's conference god willing august 13th to the 16th and it'll be in stanford connecticut it's four days thursday friday saturday and sunday it's a good time in christ make sure you get your tickets before it's sold out because there is a capacity level and once we get there we will um you know end the tickets and so i believe that we will be there soon so make sure you get your tickets corona will not stop us in jesus name and so we are on the move it's going to be a good time in christ four days you get to escape everything and be around like-minded godly sisters people come from all over the world not just in this area but all over the world to come and experience just a taste of glory and so i am inviting you today to come to Think Pink 2020. Amen. Amen. Think Pink is coming. Also, if listen, if you want, if you have a business, you want to want us to show your advertisement and all that, feel mm-hmm. free. Uh, we have the, the team here, mm-hmm. uh, uh, OKTV, mm-hmm. uh, OKTV, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we'll just put it in there for you. So let us know. Uh, the media team is here. They will make sure that happens. Uh, yes. If you want to advertise, yeah. You can just email info at kftchurch.com for any advertisements that you would like to do. It'll be either in the beginning, the middle, or the end. Yes. And so let us know, and uh, um, someone will email you back. So Amen. that was fun, right? All right. So it's been a good time. God bless you. Look, listen, mm-hmm. if you feel like you want to give an offering, please do so. Yes. Um, and God will definitely bless you for mm-hmm. your offerings and for your seats in the name of jesus mm-hmm. christ and i mm-hmm. pray that every offering that will be coming in may the lord bless it Amen. and sanctify it and bring it back to them in a hundred folds in the name of jesus mm-hmm. father we thank you mm-hmm. in jesus precious name amen. amen 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 if this helped you today as a man let us know in the comment section if it helped you as a woman let us know in the comment section amen we'll see you guys later Amen. All right. See you guys tomorrow. God bless everyone. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thank you.
you for joining our Loving Marriage Podcast. We hope that it has been a blessing to you. It is your love, support, and partnership that makes the gospel spread worldwide. We look forward to seeing you on our next show. For more information, contact us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or Periscope at Kingdom Full Tabernacle or email us at info at kftchurch.com. Blessings.